You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel that's uh, made with premium materials, technology, designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse, let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish looking guy. But his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing, and I know how to catch it. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everybody welcome to the program episode 2324 no 2824 2820 i said 23 last week too or two weeks ago when i was here i believe i said the wrong you did um number but uh, you know what we got through it okay nothing didn't seem to upset anybody uh, living in the past living in a box living in a box living in a cardboard box name of the band name of the band that did was not was try again the mandy patankins it's uh, the name of the song is living in a box i remember it i think it was around the same time as was not was, it was. had their only hit the trouble with the world today is living in a cardboard box. That is not what we're going after. <laughs> living in a box, living in a box, living in a cardboard box. Let me pull it up. It's a it's a one-hit wonder, that's for sure. Let me pull it up. Was that 80s? Uh, it was uh, definitely 80s. Yes, sir. You got that right, Garen. Living. living uh, I'll never get it. In never going to get box. it. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. <laughs> Elliot's coming in a hot. This guy has not spoken to a human being <laughs> in 10 days. It's <laughs> actually not true. Here it comes. We've been on vacation, so certainly the first three minutes should be listening to some music. Oh, I remember the song for sure. I'm hoping that maybe it sparks you to guess who did it. I can see like a Name of the band, escape, Living in a Box. Opening of a movie. Get to that chorus. Hold it up here. I was trying not to have you see the title. Uh, Is this Dinosaur Jr.? Who? Dinosaur Yeah. That's not who I'm thinking of. You're thinking of the song Walk the Dinosaur. Yeah, sing yeah. that. That was Was Not Was. Oh, okay. Guys, the answer is right in front of you. The answer is... <laughs> Car- cardboard Box? Box. The name of the band. Name of the song, Living in a Box, by the band Living in a Box. <laughs> From the album, the very best of Living in a Box. Wow. EP? Garen, how dare you? <laughs> how many albums do you have, ass fuck? <laughs> how dare you make fun of Living in a Box? You have no albums. You have no, you have no albums. I have an audiobook. Garen. <laughs> Come on, man. God damn it. Is there, is there a musical bed under yeah. it? How do I? I don't know. No. Should I text Daniel to bring Oliver? How do we do it? <laughs> how do we do I it? I was just waiting <laughs> just, just say, like, son, just, just stay out here for a just minute. Just give me five minutes. Should be more than five minutes. <laughs> And then if you could just hide in the kitchen because he's going to go, he's going to walk out fast. <laughs> so just stay hidden. And then once you hear a door slam, uh, then come on in and then we can really get going. Uh, we do thank Oliver for uh, filling in for Garen yeah. last week and uh, mm-hmm. did a great job. And uh, we thank everybody for uh, uh, your support over the last week with, with the, uh, the shows that we did while we were uh, on vacation, the shows that came out. And, uh, and welcome back with a little living in a box. <laughs> living in a cardboard box. I don't think I ever knew that that was the band's name. That's Maybe I just saw it on MTV and it didn't register because it's just the same thing twice. I'm wondering if, uh, based on what you said, I wonder if Walk Like, uh, no, uh, everybody walked the dinosaur and that. I wonder if they did come out at the same 
They're within a year of each other. Let's ask Oliver. I mean, Garen. Oh, Jesus. Garen, you know, those jokes will have to stop eventually, but uh, not yet. It's good to see you again, Garen. Good he was that. faster was... with one arm than you. <laughs> Garen, I'm sorry. That's, that's Matt now. I, I tried to, to be supportive and say those jokes will stop. You're doing a great job, but uh, he's not wrong. We would have already had that. We would have had the release date, the writer, the, the, uh, the uh, publishing company. March 23rd. 1987. Okay, is what, sir? Living in a box. And uh, that when it was released that another day? That is the release. March 23rd, 1987. Of the single or the album? The single. So I'm trying to figure okay. out what I was doing in 1987 where I never heard that song. In March 23rd, I'll tell you what, I was I was in Pasadena, California in March of 87, going to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, working at the Warehouse Records in Pasadena, California. Mm-hmm. Second busiest of all the warehouses. The first was down in Torrance. Oh, is that true? That is true. The Torrance uh, was the, the big uh, one, and then the Pasadena was the second biggest. Was the Torrance one in that big mall? You know, I don't. I don't no, no. It's I think it was not a, really a mall store. It was usually stood alone. It was a, and it was huge. The Torrance one. Ours was huge. I don't think I ever went to the Torrance one. I just know the the Beverly Connection was my one. Yeah, and then there was one in the Glendale Galleria, and there was you know they they, they did have mall locations, but they oh, were they smaller. Did. Oh. Uh, but they um. They, you're right. They, there was there was a Studio City one. City one. We're talking about the warehouse, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where? The House. warehouse. Uh, mine was on uh, Wilshire, but it was in a strip mall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what strip mall you're talking about. No question about it. What's the cross street? Oh, goodness. Right Maybe by, Harvard? Yeah, what about Harvard or Bundy? <laughs> Bundy. I don't have a clue. Uh, I Actually. don't have an exact release date for Walk the Dinosaur, but it was released originally in 87 and then put on their album in 89. That's odd. Yeah. Huh. Well, look at the Billboard charts. See where it peaked. Like what week it yeah. peaked. I'm going to say 89 based on what you just said. But then how is it released in 87? Yeah. It's almost like the person looking it up is wrong and didn't. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly possible. <laughs> I'm, I am getting into some deep, weird sites dedicated to this. To was, not was. To Don was. To, to the was brothers. <laughs> uh, it's, it's was, not was. That's who did it. Um, I was going to say something. About, uh, the, the warehouse records that I worked at, by the way, George Montgomery was the manager. And there were maybe six assistant managers. Like, oh, that's how dear. huge it was. Goodness Just gracious. for the one store? For the one store. Uh, there was wow. a video department. There was a classical department. Mm-hmm. Jim Davis was in charge of that. The author of Garfield? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Lucky to have him. Moonlighting. Busy. Uh, Jim Davis was a, a gay man who said this. Uh, and I think about it. Honestly, oh, not daily. That'd be insane. But but often enough, he was uh, talking about um, this is eighty seven. You know, where homosexuality wasn't really discussed, mm-hmm. and he was discussing it with me and, and people in show business that are that are uh, that keep it hidden because they think it'll hurt their career. And he's like, uh, he goes, you know, Lily Tomlin's a uh, is uh, a lesbian, and uh, she makes no bones about that, literally. <laughs> and I laughed like an idiot at Mr. Jim Davis, mm-hmm. nice young man, nice man. I think he was older than me, but I'm not, I didn't. Uh, I'm not sure I knew that Lily Tomlin was openly gay. Um, according to Jim, according Davis. to Jim Davis, <laughs> Jim Davis running his mouth in Pasadena. I certainly didn't know that in 1987. But why would I? Well, she had that partner, Jane, right? Isn't that her name, Jane? What's her partner's name? Been with I her think forever? You're thinking, I think you're thinking of Tarzan. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> Lily, she, Jane. Um, okay, I got it. Jane, yeah. Wag- Jane Wagner. Yeah, Jane Wagner. There we go. Thank uh, you. This is, I'm guessing the 1987 was the UK release because oh, this right. peaked uh, on March 31st, 1989. That would make sense. I was, I was hey, but, but March, there. so it was exactly two years later. Hmm. Ah. March of 87 yeah, to March of 89. So we're on to something here with March. Yeah. Beware the Ides.
of them. Um, well, great. Well, we solved all that. And, um, uh, yeah, so there we go. So welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the uh, studio. Garen's back from Michigan. You're looking for him? Just making sure. Yeah. I can, I can, just to put you at ease, he's not out there. He's, uh, he's on his way. School is starting, and uh, they, they're having an orientation, I believe, on Friday. So they have a, um, uh, he's got to go and get a COVID test today. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're all vaxxed and tested in this room. We did a, 100%. we followed mm-hmm. uh, some uh, SAG after rules, and uh, we all got the tested before we came back into the studio today after being gone for a week, yeah. having traveled, and we all are positive. So we thought, <laughs> yeah. we all got it. What's, Why not? What's the harm? What's the harm? Four pluses. We've, we've all got great energy, right? Let's bring it in. <laughs> uh, so we, uh, everybody's in here vaxxed and vaxxed and tested, and stronger than ever. So we, we are back. We all four of us took the test. So that we didn't have to say, Garen, you're the one who needs to be tested. I guess that's what we were getting. He, at. Was, he was in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. With uh, God knows who. <laughs> and your words, not ours. Your family, some of your family are Billy's. Oh, I don't. That, yes. Those are your words. <laughs> I don't interact with them. I oh, so you didn't. So, oh, you, oh, you didn't see the Billy's. <clears throat> I do not interact with those Billy's. So the people you interacted with <laughs> are, are vaxxed people. Yeah. Well, my brother isn't. But my brother lives like an 80 year old man and goes literally nowhere. Why is, it, why is he vaccinated? Then go get a jab. He's he has some condition where if when he gets a shot, his blood pressure bottoms, and he passes out essentially. So he's. I'm just I I have because he's scared there. of needles. Is this the Bill Left thing all over again? No, it's I don't. He I called it some vi- vocal. So I don't know what it's called, but he probably not he, vocal. <laughs> no, it's not. It starts with a V. It sounds like vocal. It's vo- vagina. Vone, I'm, you know what? I'm going to ask him. I think is, it, vagina. is it bullshit? <laughs> it, might be. it might be. I think it's a vaccination. I think it's right. It's right. Oh, right. right. Bless you, Bless Elliot. You. Oh, my God. We're all tested. Guy needs this. Constantly needs attention. <laughs> Unfair. Help Unfair. They're talking to Garrett too long. The, the other brother, the other brother feels he needs to grab gotta, gotta some sneeze. focus. Got to sneeze. Oh, where's a feather? Give me a feather quickly. Uh, I, I got to say though, did did uh, did taking those tests? Uh, you, you got the ones where it has like the little um, the little tiny paste stick that you put up your nose. You and I did. Yes. Yeah. I, I I don't know what the what the My, Abbott test looks like. Mine had a long ass. Q-tip. Yeah, the long Q-tip. Yeah, which it said you only have to go one half to three quarters of an inch up. What'd you do? But it's like, well, A, why is it this long? B, how am I supposed to know? I wasn't looking in a mirror. I also don't don't really know how much three quarters of an inch. I I guess that's, uh, what, uh, half my cock? (laughs) Uh, So I... I Yours is as tiny as mine? (laughs) Well, that's the, for for this joke, yeah. All right. Uh, (laughs) So I just... For the future, by the way, you're in this room. You're welcome to say half your, in in reverence to mine. I know I was, I know I'm allowed to. You're allowed to. In that instance. We're all allowed to. By the way, three quarters times two is... That's one, one and, and a half. half. So, so I'm actually so I'm, I'm still smaller. <laughs> I'm saying I'm smaller than you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just went up there because I was like, okay, like, it just felt like if it's this long, you should be going. Go as long as you can. Yeah. And uh, as high as you can, I guess. Yeah. And it was probably farther than I needed to go. But every th- every step of the thing, this is the first time I've taken a, a rapid test, and the instructions were so. And I know it's so that people don't mess up, but it, where they were so like, do this. If you don't do this. It's a, but you'll get a false negative. Do this. If you don't do that, you'll false negative. Like everything was so like aggressive that I was like, I felt like extra, like I gotta really do this. Like f- super good. It said, it said, go around, like make five circles. Yeah. But then it said for 15 seconds. I'm like, how slow is that circle? That's a slow circle. <laughs> so I, I did five 
things. And then Elise was like, oh, it says 15 seconds. And I was like, keep going. I guess I'll just keep doing this way more. Because one revolution takes one second. So that's yeah. 15 revolutions in 15 seconds. Right. And as we know, the revolution will televised. <laughs> well, that was the other that's thing. That's why you weren't looking at a mirror. I, the camera I, was, I, I, was, I was under the hot lights of the TV camera. Sure. So, that's yeah. going to make anybody nervous. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but oh, so it was your, all right. So uh, first time doing the rapid test, which is uh, uh, pretty amazing considering how long into this thing we've been. Mm. Uh, I, but you've I, never yeah. had a reason to. I haven't had any need or reason. You never felt like you had it. So you never had to get it for that reason. Right. You know, you weren't going on the set of a television program. Right. Um, but yes, uh, to Elliot's question, it did make my nose run. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I didn't sneeze, but it was definitely like for me, because because you I assume you have to do both nostrils. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Big assume it's right in the it's right in the instructions. <laughs> I he, assume. He, read, he read his every period he, he yeah. looked at. You're like, I think you're supposed to do both. I'm not sure. Yes, I, I told you what to do. I gather just uh, I, I don't people think, are talking about how you're supposed to get both nostrils. I don't think Matt said both nostrils, and that was where my I did do both. But that you're, felt you're right, weird. You're too. right. He did not to that point. Doesn't it feel weird to take one that's been up yes. one nose and then put oh, it in the other as one? Soon, as soon as it seems disgusting. For the ones that we did, there's like a there's like a pre-show. There's like a video pre-show. Oh, yeah. in the app. Wa- yeah, you gotta, yeah, you've got to watch that. And they uh-huh. say, do not open anything while this video is running because just don't. Yeah, watch the whole thing, then go yeah. back. And, and by the way, I get I get literally, you know, maybe four people text me other than you three. Uh-huh. And during that 15 minutes, I'd be like, it's like uh, a million texts are coming in. Luckily, none did. But I was in that panic of, <laughs> you know, if a call comes in, you must answer on speaker. If this happens, they have all these oh, it rules. Really says that? Yeah. Jesus. And uh, luckily, uh, during that 15 minutes, I just had a little fucking peace and quiet. Put it on airplane mode. I'm surprised they didn't suggest it. Oh, you can't because you have to. Oh, it has uh, to be connected. It, it, yeah, yeah, it connects to the to the cloud. Oh boy, it's the cloud. Uh, yeah. COVID. So go ahead, yeah. Elliot. So uh, I had giant sneeze, nostril one, giant sneeze, nostril two. Like what you just heard times five. While you were in there, or after you? So so took I, it out. Well, so I, I yeah after I took it out. While yeah. I'm doing it, I'm feeling it. You like it's you're terrible. Holding, you're holding it back. I mean, it's not. It's. It doesn't. It wasn't as bad as what people described of sticking a stick up in your brain kind of a thing. But it was pretty. Right. It was pretty. I noticed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and then uh, big sneeze. Uh, I I think the fact that I've done it before, you know, or, or had nurses do it, yeah. that I knew where to go. Yeah, you sort of because if yeah. I didn't, honestly, I would I would have been like, well, that can't be enough. And then it feels like you're not really doing it unless it's uncomfortable. That yes. that was my yeah, yeah. feeling. But the uh, but the thing the thing. Yeah. Hey, pal. Uh, sorry, for some reason my microphone's doing that thing again. Yeah, it is. Uh, the uh, the thing says you 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 go to the like there's the base of the cap, and you're supposed to make it so that it touches your nose. Yeah. So that I felt it. Oh, I, I didn't have that. Mine mine didn't give me it. That would have been nice if there would have been like like a line on the stick that said like put your thumbnail on this line. There's no line and on then the stick. Go up. No. The ones that the nurses uh, the, at the urgent cares, they have a little line on the stick, and they're like, mm-hmm. bring it to that line. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first at-home one I've done. Mm-hmm. And um, it's nice and smooth, smooth, nice and easy. Mm-hmm. We all, you know, again, we all are, are in Garen. Uh, we all showed pictures of our, uh, yeah, that's yeah true. little suspect, huh, Garen, fellas? Garen was just like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm good, fellas. <laughs> yep, negative. Just the, just the word negative. <laughs> Why no photo for you, Garen? I didn't think I would, it was required. <laughs> now, was your test the kind like mine where it's just a paper thing or did you have an app? I had the same thing you did. The app, okay. Yours came with yeah. two, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the same one. Yeah. I Our, think in the future, we uh, all we need are those because those are also, I think, about uh, half the price. Well, that's yeah, because they don't come with a disposable Bluetooth tool. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Yeah, it's got a little uh, just, uh, blue. That's how it connects to the internet. Yeah, you you have God. to put it. You put it on the surface of the thing, and it, they say keep it within three inches of your device. And Which, by the of course, way, very easy for me. I just flopped it down and <laughs> took off an inch. Does it like share your results somewhere? Is it that shares emailed it, it to us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I don't. I guess I think if it's positive, it then gives it to uh, that information to somebody else, right? To so that they can if you trace in that. Well, it, I I think it. I think it definitely like traces but i i only put in the information that they required i didn't put in my phone number as an example because i don't need them calling me um i could tell you they have but they're wonderful conversationalists <laughs> well that's good to hear they've called me several times already checking in how you doing <laughs> okay. and I, I was I, I go should there be lots of blood on this uh q-tip and uh which was uh they were like no sir you're going up way too high <laughs> very good did they call you to ask well, why uh why was your test submitted with a picture of your dick <laughs> <laughs> sir this is just uh, we did not need that we don't need scale. that so for scale. <laughs> scale. i know you were using it to measure but please <laughs> leave your penis out just, of the picture just emails and phones sir. that's all we need but yeah, so it, it has this Bluetooth device. You got to pair it. That's bonkers. And then, to and then throw I, away a Bluetooth thing. Well, that's the thing. It's like so when it's done, I was like, "What do I do with this? What do you do? Right? This piece of electronics, which actually it's pretty nice, and for what it is, it actually has a little bit of weight. It's to got it. a little heft to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I was like you. I was like you, Elliot. It's like when it's done, it's like well, certainly I don't just throw that away now. Seems like that do should I, go back, like put it into a self-addressed stamped envelope, right. and you send it back to them, and they can recycle it. Probably. Yeah, but well, maybe, but maybe you can't. All we know, maybe this technology cost one cent. But I guess it, it still feels weird throwing electronics away. Yeah. It does. Can you use it as a like a Bluetooth dongle or something yeah. later? <laughs> I mean, if you want to connect directly to to their service and not submit a test, I guess oh, you could. Yeah, just that. There's no dongle. Because because what it is is it's a, it's a, it's got a little well. <laughs> you know, if, if 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 there was any way that Elliot could have plugged this thing into his <laughs> yeah. computer, yeah. he would have done it. That's true, he, 100%. he would have been Twitch streaming with this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you from Illum, my Twitch room sponsored by Illum. It's Elliot Hooper. There you go. Uh, but it, so it has this little well that you put the which that kind of uh, made me feel a little weird like, yeah, yeah, pouring that stuff in. Like, am I gonna? Because you got to do five drops. Yeah, One, yeah, two, yeah, three, yeah. Four, five, and then. Hold it vertical. Hold it vertical. Don't hold it vertical. You'll get a, a false negative. I know. Jesus. What? So many, so many <laughs> What do you things. mean? I mean, it's so amazing. The, the liquid cannot be at... It can't come in at an angle? So like, how, does it, how do you know inanimate objects? <laughs> how do you know what angle I'm coming at you? Well, well you're not supposed to shake it, right? That was, the, that was one of the rules on ours. They did say do not shake it. Which, which that's my instinct. Like, if I put... If I put fluids in a thing and it's going to be a test, my instinct goes shake, shake, shake. Immediately shake that up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I usually do the hokey pokey while I do these kind of tests. You know why, right? Do I need to skip a part? That's what it's all about. (laughs) No, I don't skip anything. That's why Taylor Swift can't get uh, rapid tests because she's... Shake it off. Shake it. (laughs) Same with those fellas uh, with the Polaroid. Mm, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Outcast. (laughs) Couldn't have wanted to say Oasis. I knew that was wrong. It was really just Andre 3000. That was the, that was the album where they decided uh, we don't really like working with each other. Oh, is that right? So let's each make an album and release it as a double album. Oh. Yeah. I, they may have. I don't know how true that is, but they, they, they did do that. But I don't know if they were actually behind the scenes still working together to help each other out. But it seemed like it was like this. Right, is so Andre's they're no longer album. a thing. No. What's that other guy do? Big boy. Um, oh, he's done stuff. Restaurant down in Burbank. There's <laughs> <laughs> not. There's also not the DJ. Uh, that's confusing. There's an LA-based DJ radio. Oh yeah. Uh, who's no longer a big boy? He's uh, no. He I lost tall. Five hundred pounds. Is he still tall? I mean, I. I Is would he think still tall? <laughs> no, Jim. He's, he also lost inches. What a fucking dumb question. 
Well, I, guess I did I, not. I panicked. I didn't know how to react to well, that. I guess what I meant was, was he tall? I didn't. I didn't know him to be a tall you know dude. What? I honestly, honestly don't know. But he looks tall how in the, in the tall billboards. Is big boy? That's your next search. So there's uh, me being stupid. Is, but he that, did that, lose. that guy's tall. He's on billboard. But he lost like 500 points. Uh, oh yeah, right? like, he lost like a crazy, crazy, crazy amount. Yeah. Is he still a popular disc jockey? Do people listen to Big Boy? No. Have you ever heard anybody go, hey, on the Big Boy show this morning, blah, you know, fill in the gap? No. I just know that one time I heard it in the car, and I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but he spent five minutes talking about getting a bicycle up a flight of stairs or something. I was like, this is not entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) It's the show. (laughs) I know, but it was, it was. I know that you're now that you now that I hear what I'm talked saying. About this like two weeks ago. I can't say that's not entertainment. We're, we're making a living talking about getting bikes into a house. But it, it wasn't in a funny in. way. It was, it was like not. that. It was like that Steve Harvey thing where he just kept saying the same thing over and over again, which is infuriating. Wait, that's something I do. Are you giving me fucking notes? <laughs> no, yeah. you know what I mean. Like Steve Harvey's style of comedy is someone says something funny and he repeats it. Yes. That is his agreed number one go-to move as a comedian. Boy, we did we. Uh, it, it, we went on vacation this week, as we know. We'll get into that in more yeah. detail. But in the hotel, at, at one at one specific hour, there was nothing on but Family Feud. Mm-hmm. And boy, does he that mug to the camera thing that everybody loves. Yes. But dude, let's let's uh, let's use those a little more sparingly. It's a garnish. It's not the it's not the main course, buddy. Yeah, but boy, oh boy, it's it's no matter what they say. He does the slow thing. He does the yeah. the, 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 the shuffle walk. Like, yeah, he's, yes. like, he's like about to fall down. Every time. Yeah. Every time. But he's is sometimes still funny. 100%. That, that's why it's kind of crazy is because I love when he's just like, it, he gets to a person and there's two strikes. He's like, I'm just going to start walking this way now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's, as he's, right. as he's, he's like, we asked a hundred people. I'm just going to start walking. <laughs> like, he's like asking them as he backs away from them. It's so funny. Uh, I, I'm sure I've shared the story before on this program where the, and I will not divulge the city or the club, but I was at a club where Steve was a, you know, Steve was a headliner. Steve was a stand-up comedy headliner. Um, I, think, I think everyone knows that he was a huge, I, I mean, in clubs. Oh, okay. Gotcha, in okay. clubs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and never got laughs. What? Like, as a headliner, he was not great. What? He just had nothing but charm and charisma. Huh. And people loved him for that reason. So then he was on that Kings of Comedy. And yeah. at, it was him and Bernie Mac and... Um, Cedric. Cedric and maybe one more. D.L. Hughley. D.L. maybe, yeah. yeah. And Steve, because Steve was at the time the most well-known of the of these club guys that were going to do this theater tour. Mm-hmm. So Steve was headlining. And after after a couple of shows, you know, Bernie's burying him. He's just fucking burying him. Right. And so Steve goes to this confidant, this club owner, who was a really sharp comedy mind. And he's like, I'm, and in a rare, uh, you know, uh, humility, uh, <laughs> uh, a, a moment of humility, humility, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my, we'll put the pieces together. My, my, <laughs> you just lay them on the table. We'll put it together. My missing tooth is my, my tongue's flying all over my face. I know. So he said, I don't know what to do. And she said she, to, to, to his face, well, Steve, you're not funny. You're really, really charming. Wow. So if I were you, I would make it. It you're you host it right. and you make it your night. You're presenting these people. Yeah. And he's like, that's the greatest idea. So now oh, Steve Harvey goes out for 15 minutes, yeah. destroys because he just goes out and does the shuffle stare, <laughs> does everything you love Steve Harvey yeah. for, brings up these comics. He's the hero. He looks like a genius. Yeah. Yeah. really smart. That's so smart. Smart. And so she basically saved his career because wow. had it continued. Uh-huh. You know, the reviews would have been, and, and you know, that, uh, you know, I remember reading, I think it was in Rolling Stone, where they talked about they were going to a small 
uh, city and people were buying new suits to go to the show. Yeah. Like it was a big deal. Right. But that word gets out that you suck. It's over. It's over. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that person saved Steve Harvey's career. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's seems... and that he took it. That he yeah, didn't, right. That, that his well, ego the... didn't go fuck that. I'm Steve well, Harvey. It kind of tells you probably that that's how ambitious he was. Like he was he was hungry enough for the success that he would basically subsume his ego for the sake of money and like that that said when you're getting buried by bernie (laughs) mac you know what i mean who wouldn't he's the best like bernie mac was one of the best there's and at that time yeah nobody was gonna follow bernie Mac. no nobody yeah it's crazy that he you know he may not have been the most famous one but like you just look at the the results and go after one night you go all right you have to close yeah Uh, have you guys actually seen kings of comedy yet all the way through the whole thing the show the movie I don't know what is happening. What is going on? <laughs> Are you about to tell me Steve Harvey doesn't host that one? No, no, it's it's really. I mean, it's funny. I like how you guys have we seen it yet? Yeah. Wasn't it twenty five years ago? It came out like twenty yeah, years ago. I mean, probably. You guys yeah. get an opportunity to get to, get to that yet? You no, know, there's yeah. a lot in your queue. It's it's really. Funny. It's good, right? Yeah, a lot of funny. I think I, I, th- I think I, I watched think it at the time. It's definitely probably canceled because of the language they use. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, still yeah, 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 funny yeah. as hell. Yeah. We watched. Uh, by the way, the other uh, thing that came out at the middle of the night was. Uh, 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 comics Unleashed, mm-hmm. like a fifteen-year-old Comics Unleashed. Whoa! And he was talking uh, on the panel was um, Craig Gass, the guy that does the great impressions, um, Sarah Tiana, Michael Collier, and uh, Fraser Smith, mm-hmm. and uh, they're doing the thing, and it was the best. He turns to Fraser Smith and goes. Uh, so you're talking about global warming <laughs> <laughs> and you see Frazier try to then in his head how do I now get to the joke I'm supposed to do based on that awful setup <laughs> which involves me talking about global like it, yeah. it just you just you just gave away the punch ruined, you just gave, yeah. and so you oh, see the spin and uh, <laughs> oh my god and Oliver, Oliver just couldn't stop laughing because he was like he goes he did it he did exactly what you guys always talk about I can't believe that's still on the air it was like it um I mean, the guy owns his own channel. It, I guess he, he can put whatever he wants. On it, it. it may have been on the Weather Channel. <laughs> yeah. it, you know, it was in the middle of the night. Uh, I think it was at midnight on uh, Saturday night Damn. Uh, that it came on. We, um, uh, I, I guess, I just jumped to that real fast. We, my flight uh, on our flight to Chicago, seamless, no, no problems whatsoever. Mm. Our flight coming back. We had a 9.30, and I never do this. I never booked the last flight of the day because you're just asking for trouble. Um, it was at 9.30 on Saturday night, and, and the truth is I, I, that was the only one that my miles allowed me to take. Any, any of the other ones, my mile, I would not have had enough miles for the, uh, for the trip. Mm. So we get to the airport, and there is a line that I'm going to guess people are going to wait four hours in to rebook a flight. Like the line is that long Yikes. for a customer. Uh-huh. And then you look at the board and it's all these red cancels. And I'm like, what the shit is going on? And they're all, it turns out they were all going through Dallas. I guess there was some weather in Dallas. And, uh, but whatever, if you're going here, there was a connection through Dallas. If it's there, blah, 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 blah. So we get down and I keep checking the app on time, on time, on time. We get down to our thing. And, and I said, oh, I just don't have a good feeling about this. Something's, something's up. And, He's like, well, Dad, it says it's on time, and everybody's here, and and so uh, you know the airport's basically empty. There's like it's nine thirty night, all the, all the other flights except for this long line for customer service, mm-hmm. and um, 
9.30 goes by, they haven't opened up the doors for, or 8.55, they're not opening up the doors for boarding. Every 20 minutes, a, a, a rolling delay is what the gentleman behind me was, was saying. And so they kept pushing it back 20 minutes, 20 minutes. And they then gave an announcement. They said, uh, all right, here's the, you know, sorry for the delay. Uh, we're waiting on one. Uh, we're waiting on two flight attendants. One's coming in from this flight, which lands at blah, blah, blah. And uh, another one is uh, is based in Chicago. So we're waiting on uh, we're waiting on her. When they get here, we'll open up the doors. We're ready to go. Mm-hmm. And the guy behind us is talking to his daughters and he's got an iPad, but he's he's connected to the American Airlines inner thing. Whoa. And and so Oliver and I surmised that he was a uh, a pilot or a former pilot. And he's mm-hmm. like, OK, so here and he goes, oh, good news, bad news. <laughs> oh. He goes, uh the good news is uh, the one did show up. The bad news is I don't think that person's coming. Oh. And we hear that. And Oliver and I are like, what the shit? And he goes, oh, okay. Oh, oh, no. Okay. Hang on. They're going to. They're, all right. They're asking. They're going to ask somebody who, on a new flight. So uh, which is at 1017. So now we're already for So that flight doesn't get in until 1017. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to leave at 930. So he goes up and he talks to the people. And he goes, he comes back and he goes, yeah, they're going to offer it to that woman but she can decline it right she does not have to take that because she's already worked all day why would she want to work the overnight flight yeah so he's like so i don't he's like talking to his daughters i don't know things is going to happen and um uh, and meanwhile every flight attendant that's walking past us we think is this missing flight attendant yeah 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 and but it turns out two gates past us is the employee lounge so all <laughs> these flight attendants are walking right. past us we're like here she no and it was it was uplifting and heartbreaking, like almost like uh, uh, somebody kicks a soccer ball and you think it's going to go in and it just yeah, misses yeah. every time. Right. Ugh. And again, the airport's getting emptier and emptier. And it's like, and, and so now it's, so oh, so 1017 comes and goes. That woman declines. She doesn't want it. And they don't know what to do. There's five people at the thing, the pilots there, like nobody knows what to do. So then we're waiting and they keep calling the phones. So Oliver and I just happened to be near the gate when the phone rings and she goes, okay, and this is at a quarter to 11. They told us that we were going to take off at 11. Mm-hmm. Quarter to 11, uh, she's on the phone and she said, um, she goes, okay, all right, well, can you send some bodyguards down here because I'm going to need them. Oh, <laughs> no. And we're like, okay, it's, oh. we're, not, we're not flying. And all I was thinking the whole time was, A, that long line of people already at customer service and... B, here's another 300 people that will all need to be rebooked on other flights for Sunday, which are already booked to the gills. Because it's a Sunday. Which means Monday or even Tuesday of all these 300 people trying to get flights. And what ended up happening, were and people still got mad at this, which I, I get it. At the same time, it's the best solution. Uh, hey, this flight isn't canceled. It's delayed until 1045 the next morning. Mm-hmm. So you you guys don't have to do anything. You right. just need to accept, yeah. uh, find a place to stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so go down uh, go down to K9, uh, say hello to Jim Belushi, go down to, <laughs> <laughs> go to K5, go down to these other gates. They will get you your hotels. Yeah. So the hotels were gone within seconds. Mm-hmm. And Oliver and I were seventh maybe in line. Damn. And so, uh, and I, oh, by the way, I'm seventh in line, but I'm about to be next here. And she goes, hey, they, we're opening up that uh, uh, kiosk. Go over there. So we run over there. And the guy goes, uh, okay, let's get you set up here. And he's typing away. A guy named William. He's typing away. And he goes, all right, there you go. And he hands me two paper 
boarding passes. Mm-hmm. And I go, uh, what, what are these? And he goes, oh, those are your boarding passes for tomorrow. And I go, I have boarding passes. <laughs> I came down here to get a hotel. And he goes, oh, there's no more hotels. Ugh. I go, well, could, maybe you guys should make an announcement. There's no, and I got irrationally mad at William. Mm-hmm. Not his fault. Mm-hmm. I got irrationally mad at him. At the same time, I'm mad at everybody else losing their temper. And now I'm losing mine. Yeah. Um, and so uh, he goes, just go go to the Hilton. It's, it's right downstairs, you know, the the, the airport Hilton. Mm-hmm. Go to the Hilton. They'll get your room. And I, and I said, well, can't you just do that? Is, I thought that's what I was coming to you for. <laughs> right. And he's like, the, our allotted rooms are gone, uh, but they might have some rooms. So go check it out. So Oliver and I. So wait, they're not. That means they're not paying for the. They're going to reimburse you. Okay. Uh, and if anybody in this room knows how I can contact American Airlines to do that, please <laughs> let me know. Oh, no. Because I go to their website and that's a labyrinth of. Uh, sure. of uh, nothing they don't want to they don't want to do that. they don't <laughs> want to do that so we run to the hilton this is now midnight run to the hilton <laughs> <laughs> we run down there get into the lobby uh it's a ghost town except for three people behind the counter and i was like do you have any rooms she goes we have three left wow. and i said how much 260 plus tax give it to us I don't get it. She could have said $9,000. I'm not sleeping on a fucking uh, floor in the airport. Yeah, you don't want to do that. And uh, so we got in there uh, and then got up the next day, went. Everything was, oh, no. So we get to the airport the next morning. This is Sunday morning now. And again, the second we didn't have to find new flights, mm-hmm. the, the stress is gone. Yeah. You know, that, 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 that's, that's what stresses me out because yeah. I know yeah. how difficult that is based on when I was stuck in uh, Dallas for those few days mm-hmm. of – you're not going to just get booked to the next flight. This isn't 1984. Yeah. This is now where it. you might not get on a flight till Thursday. Like, it's yeah. that bad. Right. Um, so we we get to the airport early because <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, well, we probably should leave. You know, the flight leaves at 1045. They're going to board at 10. We probably should get there a couple hours early. It's a one minute walk from the hotel. <laughs> right. You're there already. We're there. Yeah. So we're there. We really go up. Oh, okay. Now we're here <laughs> two and a half hours early. So we go, so we get, we actually, we got there at eight, um, eight twenty. We go to the Admiral's club, uh, the, uh, you know, the airport lounge and mm-hmm. we're in there and, and I, I just refresh my app and it says flight three, seven, four, now leaving at eight thirty eight. You're moving it up two hours. What the hell? And Oliver, and I, I go, oh, geez, I, and he goes, what, what? And I go, and I, I said, look at the board. And so we go look at the screen. Now leaving 838. It's 831 or something. What the hell? And so we grab, you know, we're upstairs at the end. We got to take an elevator. Yeah. Run through the air. Run through the port. <laughs> Running through the airport. I got a kid with a broken arm. Yeah. We're trying to run through, navigate. We get there at the same time as maybe five other people running. All panic. With fear and yeah. panic. And what's going on? What? And then this one woman who, she, and, and we knew her from the night before, uh, she's in a wheelchair and she's like, she goes, they just said it was 8.38, and it, but nobody's here. And I go, well, is there, there's not even a plane here. Did the plane already leave? No, a plane never came. And we're like, what? So why are we all? And then another guy, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Everybody's panicked. Go to customer service. That Their advice was don't look at the app. All right. So we stopped looking at the app. Yeah. Uh, 10.45 was fine. But the board also said it, didn't it? Uh, the board also said 8.38. But now the board was switched back to 10.45. But it was a. That's unnecessary stress unnecessary stress and literally running yeah. a uh, a uh, you know a 3k yeah through an airport right. at ready go can i make a suggestion to the airlines yeah sure uh i don't know if this technology really exists yet but uh you know when han solo was put in carbon freeze yes 
can we just all be put in carbon freeze and then loaded onto a plane and just sent yeah. wherever we're supposed to go. Wouldn't that be nice? And then when you get there, they thaw you out and it's like, cool, I didn't have to deal with any of that. And also, you don't need flight attendants. You don't need the food. It's cheaper. You can get more people on a plane. Yeah. Right, because you just load a city. Just uh, pile load us up. them in. They're, yeah. Flapjack style. Yeah, and then like somehow the carbon brick has a thing that attaches your luggage to it so you don't lose your luggage you stay with your luggage the whole time just load us up like cargo and get us where we want to go love it i don't want to be aware of it i don't want to be conscious it is the it's uh it's you know it's like oliver was exhausted yesterday yeah and and danielle's like boy you're really tired he goes mom it was really stressful yeah and it is because you just don't know like or, you know, and I, I can't call my dad at midnight and go, Dad, you, you know, right. can you come and get us at the airport? Right. You know, he's a 78-year-old man who went to bed at 10, you know, at <laughs> 9 or whatever yeah. shit. So um, the one thing I, that I left out was, so that pilot guy that was talking to his daughters. So we're, we're at the we're at the gate now waiting to get on at 1045. And mm-hmm. we're looking around. We're seeing all the regular people. What One woman who, you know, everything bothered her. She was, you know, mm-hmm. just had no... No patience for any of the problems that happened. Can you imagine what a great song Billy Joel could write about this this whole situation? Oh, and you know what? There's a piano right there at the there uh, you go. Uh, at the at the piano bar in, mm-hmm. in the American Airlines. So yeah. uh, could have just banged it out. Oh, he would have been great. <laughs> so uh, Bill was a pilot for many years. Now he's traveling with his girls. <laughs> I I, I hate to, keyboard. I hate to interrupt with this pedantic piece of bullshit, but it's the Admiral's Lounge right at the airport. Is that what I? The Admiral's Club. Admiral's, Admiral's Club. Club. Yeah. yeah I, right. Yes. Thank you. Admiral boat. Yeah. Boat. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, there's also admirals in commercial airline air flight. Like I, I they're they're have must to assume. Be, right. I mean, they can't be that wrong. They can't be wrong for 50 years. Right. right? I mean, either that or or they're like they're like trying to show up the navy and like yeah we got a lounge for you. You can wait for a plane where we're gonna fly. Yeah, we're gonna fly. Or, or do you want to float there? <laughs> do you think they were talking to Davy? He's, uh, he's in the Navy and probably will be a But not an admiral. That's me on keys. <laughs> so we're wait. We're, we're oh, there's that person. There's yeah. there. There's that uh, lunatic. There's that person. There's this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Oliver goes, but where's the pilot and the daughters? I go, yeah, where's the, where's where's where's, uh, where's pilot and the daughters? And I'm not shitting. Like out of fucking thin air, <laughs> right behind us. <laughs> <laughs> and Oliver, so so you say you say it, and I because uh, you're me, and yeah. I, and I'll be Oliver. Where's the wait? What, what do I say? Uh, yeah, where are the pilot and his oh, daughters? Oh yeah, where are the pilot and his daughters? <laughs> <laughs> because they were, they they like came out of nowhere, and uh-huh. Oliver goes, "It's like Beetlejuice." <laughs> <laughs> and so the literally, as Oliver goes, "That's Beetlejuice." The pilot said, "Hey, you two look familiar." And it's like, "Yeah, how'd you have a good night?" We talked about what he he spent six hundred bucks on a hotel. Jeez. And he and and I said, "Hey, so I I said, yeah, I said we actually were eavesdropping." on you last night as you had your thing out i said are you a former pilot and he goes i actually i'm a working pilot i work for american airlines mm-hmm. so i'm connected to the thing and i said I, as i gotta tell you you having that took away a lot of the stress that i would have had had i not had that mm-hmm. inside information so thank you for allowing us to stand near you <laughs> and um uh and then we actually told him about how we was we were looking i said where's that guy so we get the <laughs> and then you just showed up out of nowhere and um i said where did you stay? And he's oh, we were at the Sheridan. He's like, what did you pay? I said, 260. He goes, oh, geez, we paid 490 or something. He said, but we're going to get reimbursed. He goes, do you know how to do that? I go, you work for American Airlines. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't know, I know right? it doesn't exist. It's it was not real. 
Um, so we, then we got on the plane. Last, last thing about it, we got on the plane and the, and the pilot said, uh, you know, welcome aboard, everybody. Everything's all buttoned up up here. Boy, they love the word button. They love mm-hmm. saying buttoned up. Uh, everything's all buttoned up up here. Uh, a lot of familiar faces from last night. Uh, before we get, uh, what can I say about that other than it was nothing short of a disaster? No. He goes, that's the only word to describe it. It was, Folks, it was an absolute disaster. I don't know why that happened. My sincerest apologies, but we're going to get you out of here and get you uh, to LAX as quickly as possible. And it was so, like, when the pilot is that effing honest yeah, about it, it's wow. like, you know it was a shit storm. Oops. I, so, hope, he, I hope he got reimbursed at least. <laughs> I think he probably got one of those hotels that were... Or do you uh, think there's a secret uh, bedroom in the... Oh, there's got to be. Or in the uh, in, in their lounge. Yeah. Oh, they oh there's got to be. Yeah, the, uh, uh, there's got to be for the floats flight attendants that we saw walking past. I would hope them. so, yeah. Right? Because they're not hanging out with the trash like us. At least no. some cots or something. Yeah. I got I thought I, One of those I, tubes. I, thank God. I, yeah, I thought he was going to say cocks. And I was so... Like, I don't even get it, but... <laughs> <laughs> then you finish with cots, so it's me talking out loud right now doesn't matter at all. Uh, I mean, that, that also is the whole show. Yeah, that's another point. So uh, so Big Boy sucks. That's what we learned today. Um, he's 6'2", by the way. What's that? He's 6'2". Oh, so oh he's tall. God. So Big Boy is a, I'll say it. A big boy. A, a big boy. <laughs> um, uh, as is my uh, as is my son, according to uh, relatives that haven't seen him in eight years. Oh mm-hmm. boy, I was like, he's going into high school, guys. <laughs> Such a big boy. Such a big boy. It's like, yeah. Uh, I think that happened once, to be honest. Right. But, uh, but it felt like a thousand times. It did, because you feel <laughs> you feel for the kid who, look, he's uh, he's my kid, so he's not the tallest. So, the, you know, they, 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 in their head, they know he's 13 going into high school, but he's that height, so. Right. You can't help but, but uh, yeah, old people do that anyway. Like, yeah. they just always miss the mark on talking to a, anyone under the age of 20 in the at the level that there's unless it's like they either do it like that like they talk to them like they're younger than they are or they're crazy and they talk to them like adults which isn't appropriate either <laughs> right. and it's like what's wrong with you you don't understand children uh by the way my cousin scott shared a story with me uh, that i did not know my dad had a nice barbecue on saturday afternoon which was really really nice mm-hmm. i saw some cousins and aunts and stuff that i haven't seen in a lot of years um but apparently he asked he was having a, he was sleeping over at my grandparents my uh, sol and katie and he asked my grandfather what, uh, and I don't even know why he would, what, why do you go to your grandfather for this? But he was, he was like 13 or 14 and he said, what is Greek style oh boy. when it comes to sex? What the? Would you ever ask a grandparent <laughs> that? And he, and he, Scott even's like, he goes, I just don't know. It came up, it came up like on the movie or something. So I thought I would ask. <laughs> and he crazy. said, and at the, at the same time that grandpa was answering, grandma walked in and said, Sal, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And my grandpa's explanation was, well, sometimes, again, this is an old Italian dude. Sometimes the man still wants to have sex while the woman is pregnant. <laughs> That's all he said. That's, that was the explanation. Huh. That was I the mean, explanation. I mean, we get it. This is the first I'm hearing of the phrase Greek style, by the way. Is that right? I, I've never heard that. Oh yeah, the, uh, does that mean in the butt? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I've never heard it called that, but I, I, I mean, once once it was said for some reason, I'm like, oh, I, I'm pretty sure I know what that means. Now that said, you know, maybe this is one of those Chicago things that I think everybody in the world knows about. I mean, I don't think my dad ever said that, but I never had the opportunity to ask him. Garen Cockrell, are you uh, are you googling this? Uh, yeah, it, it's that. <laughs> Wait, have did were you familiar with that phrase? No, I've never heard that before. This no, may it, be a, a, a Chicago colloquialism. Well, it says 
one of these on Urban Dictionary says it originates from South Australia, but they yeah. all mean the same thing. Some of them have a bisexual threesome involved. Some of them have just it's gay sex. Some of them have squill shows up in this thing for some, oh that's the word of the day squill yeah i think that's that dj guy yeah <laughs> uh squillix giving yeah. anal to your partner yeah it's yeah it's I, anal I, yeah it, i've hmm. never heard of it we i heard it that way my entire i, I maybe it's, again maybe it's local to chicago but uh but your cousin said it was in a movie that's yeah, a, or, or wh- wh- wherever he heard it, you know, maybe maybe he blamed it on a movie and it was a friend that said it. And I, I don't know. Didn't didn't want to get called. I on mean, it. right. Yeah, he, he might have just again. Been. But even if it is, is you ask you going to your grandfather for that? <laughs> I would have loved it if your grandfather said, well, sometimes when the wife is pregnant, the man still wants to have sex. And he said, no, I meant a Greek salad. What is that? <laughs> what is a Greek style salad? Greek salad. Like, what, what are the ingredients on that? I'm, I'm in the kitchen over How lettuce. How is that different than Italian? <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, very. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, just sharing stories about our. Uh, That's crazy. Uh, my grandparents and I, and, uh, and I just kept saying, well, "Why would you go to grandma?" And then I'm also now going to be hung up for the for the rest of my life about the fact that your grandfather thought you couldn't have sex with a pregnant woman, which you can. Uh, I think maybe that was his maybe his um, his way of explaining way of explaining it. <laughs> okay. That's my guess. Um, Apparently, my grandfather was a very smart, very sharp guy. He knew the stock market. He he knew. He was an accountant, that. wasn't he? He was the guy for uh, Capone. Yeah, yeah. Sal Salvador Pardo, hmm. gangster. That's hmm. a good name. Yeah, Great name right? Yeah. Sal Pardo. Are you kidding me? That guy doesn't uh, reveal your books. No, they're, they're the first. Uh, first, they're, they're, you're the first guy they come for. When the cops come, they come for the accountant. Yeah, so you got to have a strong-willed person who's not gonna. Yeah, that's why he left. That's why he ran from the mob. He's still on the run. They don't know where he's at. Have we had this conversation before? Probably. The mob comes to you and says, uh, I want you to do something for me. Uh, do you do you say no? Because, do I? Yeah. Do you say no because you know that's terrible? Or are you so afraid that you go ahead and you get uh, sucked in? And, well, what, what, what are they asking me to do? Uh, well, I mean, you're a comedian, so uh, you've got to do comedy at the uh, mob benefit uh, every year. <laughs> the mob charity event. Yeah. I, I'm sure uh, that's probably actually a thing. Mob. Oh, it probably is because then they are they're able to launder the money. Launder the money. We're just taking care of the neighborhood. Uh, do I do that? Do I do? Am I Urkel? <laughs> do I do that? Um. So Jimmy Potter. That's a good question uh, please, because please stop doing the character. What's what's wrong with his character? I don't understand what the problem is. If anything, it's more Jewish than Italian. I think that's uh, there's, there's Jewish people in the mob. Not this one. You're talking about uh, this. There's Italian Jewish mob. people in the Italian mob. Well, now that you say that, Jimmy, I do have to ask. It's interesting that your grandfather's name was Salvador. Yeah. And but you called him Saul, not Sal. Not Sal. 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 Uh, oh, okay, gotcha. But the Chicago accent was Saul. It, Sal. Yeah, it sounded like you were saying Saul. And it was confusing to me. Not Saul. Sal. 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 Like Chicago. Oh, yeah. Sal. Chicago. So it's Sal. It's, it's Sal. Sal. Salvador. It was Sal. Yeah. Salvador Pardo. Uh, Sal is also, uh, that's Spanish for salt. Oh, thank you. They just took the tea off. <laughs> uh, now, is a guy that uses that uh, probiotics, what's the name of that app that uses? Duolingo. 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 <laughs> uh, they just went public. Did you uh, yeah. Did you really? invest? No, I, no didn't I, didn't, I didn't know about it until after it happened. What's it going for? What's the uh, current uh, market I'm price sure. I think on it's, that? I think it did well, though. I think they but, I mean, so they did well in the pandemic, and they were doing okay, but now but will that, that continue? Will that now continue? That, yeah, I don't know. People need to learn languages. <laughs> See, it's a global world. 
It's a global <laughs> not, not world. How do we get that fucking wall built, buddy? <sighs> we'll, need, we'll need to know one language and one language only if we build that wall. That's Shares binary. closed up to 36% at 139.01 a piece. Boy, that seems high. That's higher than like American Airlines at the moment. But American must have split at some point over the years, many times. Yeah, probably. That's a good point. Uh, it, it, yeah, I don't know. It's such a specialized thing. Mm-hmm. Do we really think that more and more people will start wanting to learn no. other languages? No, I don't. I don't either. No, I think no. I think to Elliot's point. I think I think that I think it peaked in the in the. That's pandemic. why the office had that. It's, it's the office all over. You know, the pandemic. Yeah. All yeah. these things had these. Right. Um, well, no, the office is forever. That's never going to stop being popular. If I know anything, I know that TV shows become popular and stay popular for the rest of time. Yep. <laughs> it's he's never going to stop being the juice. <laughs> That's an example. People still quote that. That's uh, people meaning you, <laughs> Oliver, and I love it. We do it constantly. We do. Yeah. We, we also do the. Uh, your uncle Juice is a good man. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about. Why are you looking around? Did Oliver even watch that thing? No, we watched the clip, the, clip, the, yeah. the, uh, the, the, the montage of, yeah. uh, of him saying that. Um, the, uh, and I want to hear about everybody's vacations, but I will also tell you that we went to, um, went to the White Sox game on Friday. Got yourself a new t-shirt. Got a new t-shirt. Yeah, very excited oh, yeah. about it. I like yeah. it. And uh, so on Monday, we left on Tuesday. On Monday, I get a text from our friend Jason Benetti saying, Jimmy, uh, this is Sheena. She's uh, with PR, uh, uh, with, with the White Sox. She has your tickets. And also, a nice surprise to welcome you back into the ballpark. I'm like, oh, that's great. You know, I wonder what's, uh, maybe it's this shirt. Maybe what is it? <laughs> and she and I wrote back, hey, Sheena, nice to meet you. I look forward to, uh, you know, to meeting you at the, at the game. Um, and I'm very excited about this surprise or whatever. And she wrote back, <laughs> get your pitching arm ready. Oh, my God. Threw out the first pitch again. What? Wait, what now? I got to throw out the first pitch again. You just spent 20 minutes talking about an airport situation? Yeah. And then you got this one in the hopper? Yes. Come on. Wow. At the White Sox. Yes. Unreal. So how how does this go down? Here's how it goes. Should we take a break before? Because we need to take a break. You want to take a break here? Sure. We have to take two breaks. Yeah, we do. Uh, All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back right after this. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, I, in the I imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on. With we're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down. Watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster. 
the other day. Oh, my God. Yeah, they got all this, all I sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, sometimes you find yourself uh, the, the wallet's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other, are you at the wild animal vet <laughs> yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is it, here's the important thing Earn-in is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn-in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n and that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let's them know who said to you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max see earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now hey everybody welcome back to the program 2824 the award-winning podcast never not funny i was uh teeing up the story of going to the white Sox game on friday uh, see my Chicago White Sox play against the Cleveland Indians, soon to be the Cleveland Guardians. A lot yeah. of people are very upset about that. Uh, I love the logo. I love the Do you really? Font. I, I do. do. Yeah. I, I got to like tell it. you this. I saw the greatest joke, I'm going to say, in the history of Twitter. Yeah. Uh, somebody, somebody tweeted that picture of the ball with the G's yeah. next to it. Uh, fuck it. Just use Greg's fantasy baseball logo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I, cause I think it looks amateur and horrible. Oh, man. oh wow. And I you disagree. guys love it, huh? I, I, I like it. And I like the story because Me too. Well, I love the that, story. Th- there's the bridge with, love the, it. with the traffic yeah. guardians, I guess. But I, why are you taking it away from me? <laughs> It, you could still have your shirt, sir. It's, it's, it's history. Y- yes, and history changes. I don't like it. You're changing things that I don't pay attention to in the first place. <laughs> you fucking idiots. Uh, around that same time, I was researching something, and it turns out like the first uh, commercially available retail automobile yes. was made in Cleveland in, in, in the United States. What was the name of the car? It was the Win- Winton. 
So why not the Wintons? Call them the Cleveland Wintons. I thought you were going to say it was called the Guardian. Yeah, I, I, I guess like, oh. I, I guess I thought that's why. That yeah, was unfor- too, unfor- unfortunately, that's uh, but but that's the reason why that whole you know Guardians of Traffic thing kind of connected for me oh, I see. because then you would have traffic because you I look it's my th- it's my third of the three that they came down to of the Rockers, the Spiders, and the Guardians. Guardians is my third choice. Yeah, spiders should be like Colorado. No, a spider. Well, it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was a uh, Negro League. Oh, interesting. Oh, the cool. Cleveland Spiders, I, I believe, oh. were in Negro League. I believe. Okay. I Fair could enough. be wrong about that. But Rockers are great because of the Rock Roll Hall of Fame. Sure. So <laughs> Is that great? <laughs> yeah, it's Cleveland Rockers. That's where the, the Rock Roll well, Hall of Fame is. I know. I, I understand that. But it just makes me think of John Rocker uh, I think and that, the Rockies. I think that's why it wasn't chosen, by the way. I think oh, the really? John Rocker thing played into it. Like, interesting. That guy's a yeah. racist. But it's also too close to Rockies. It is close to Rockies. That's all awkward. Um, but I like that. I, like, I do. I do like it. <laughs> just, just reminded me, we were watching uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine last night and uh, Andre Brower. So funny on that show. He's like they were talking about um, oh, who is. Oh, he said he was saying something about like rock and roll. And you're like, oh, we're going to have Barbara Streisand out there singing. And and. And they were like, sir, Barbara Streisand's not rock. And he's like, it's singing in English. That's rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But let's, we all agree it's not rock and roll, right? Here, here on the show? It's absolutely not rock and roll. Uh, Garen, you got any of that? The Cleveland Spiders, are they? A, they are not. What are they? They're, they were just, a, uh, they were the team in the 1800s. Oh, something. they were the original team name? Yeah. They were also called the. Forest Cities and Blues. Yeah, Cleveland Blues is great. I don't know why they didn't use that. There, there were a couple other yeah. names that the team used to use that I was like, why not just one of those old ones? Like, I guess, well, I, guess I, I, I guess I thought the spiders were the, right, the right. but it turns out it was that. I, I think the spiders, I mean, just the, the, the speaking of logos and, and yeah. merchandise mm-hmm. and uh, would look. I, I agree. Also, yeah. I, I like the idea of spiders. There's something, <laughs> something really cool about that being a team. Got a, lot of, a lot of gloves. It's, it's po- yeah, also cool. got eight of them. Mm-hmm. It's cool because it's like kind of well, seven novel. Throw. Like, I can't think of a a professional team called the Spiders, but it's a good name for it's. Like, it's very minor league sounding. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You could but, see a minor league team having a crazy. And you're right, Deli. It's seven, seven gloves because mm-hmm. when, when you have to throw, unless <laughs> Thank you. uh, unless you're one of those guys that has eight, and then you just throw it off, and then you throw it and put it back on. Uh, you know, one of those guys. That <laughs> guy with one doesn't, hand doesn't exist. Well, remember Jim? Uh, yeah, the, that guy who had uh, Jim a, Abbott, a stump. Yeah, and he would keep his uh, he would keep, he would his, keep his glove on the stump. on the stump, throw, and then throw the glove, then yeah. transfer the glove to his hand right. to catch. Buckeyes is the <clears throat> the Cleveland Buckeyes were the Negro League baseball ah, team. Thank you very much, Gary. That's good. Thank too. you very much. I, I think Blues probably didn't work because there's St. Louis Blues in hockey. Hockey, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Anyway, they went with the Guardians. Sounds like you guys like the logo a little bit more than I do. It, uh, I admit, I only saw it in the video that, that they made. The, the Tom Hanks. The Tom uh, Hanks narration thing, yeah. So that, that definitely sells it a little bit it more. Looks, it looks, to, to the point of the joke that I quoted, it looks like a fantasy baseball logo. It looks yeah. like something like you, you take your ball and then you put your G's next to it. But the but the font, I love the font. It's it's very Makita drill font. But uh, Is it, it Makita or the, the, the other one? Or, uh, yeah. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Milwaukee, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, yeah. But the font's very similar to the Indians font that they currently have. Yeah, uh, and that's the great. I A N S is yeah. They they're going to keep that part of it. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so they, so, so it's, when gar- they, it's Guardians, Indians. <laughs> so when they take it off of the stadium, they just leave those two letters. Oh yeah, they're going to keep those and they're going to replace the other ones. That just saves money. That just yeah. uh, that's just smart. That had to play into it. It's a business decision, right? I mean, and again, I, no. If you don't understand why they're changing their name, uh, read a fucking book. Join us in this century. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So we go to the game. 
And um, I, I meet this uh, Sheena uh, that uh, Jason, uh, you know, the plan was that we'd get there. We'd go up and say hello to Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my dad and my, bro- uh, my son, Oliver, and I. And uh, I just said my brother was just the three of us mm-hmm. and uh, Oliver, my dad and, uh, and myself. And we, uh, we go, we, uh, we go up, we say hello to Jason, a little chit chat with him. Um, he, like Ellis Paul, shared with he's like he goes he goes not a day goes by that somebody doesn't mention never not funny to me oh, my wow. appearance is on there oh my god he goes that's really cool and um he, and he's just so good at his job and because yeah. we while we were up in the booth uh they had to do their pre-tape of you know the uh what's going to happen on the game today what pitchers are going what to expect from the game and just watching them do it and then you know just like anything where you know they screw something up they got to do it again and they laugh at each other for screwing it up and mm-hmm. um but he is just so effing good he's such yeah. a good broadcaster and um uh so we did that and then it was time to go down to the field and uh, it was elvis night oh um so uh there was uh, all elvis music being played um, and I will say this in 2021, it may be time to retire Elvis Knight. <laughs> it, uh, I don't think young people know who that is. Why, why? Or if they do, they don't, they, they actively don't care. If you, if you're trying to attract a younger audience, yeah. it, you know, Elvis Knight isn't the way to do it. How about it's, Abba Knight? The, the, the youths, like, I mean, if you're going to go that, if you're going to go that, that era, if you're going to go that era, I think Abba is a better choice than Elvis. I mean, that. It's not the same era. I mean, he he was technically alive when Abba was active, but uh, sorry, I, I feel like you got eye whiplash. I, I'm here's <laughs> I, I'm very conflicted because when I was ranting about this to my father and son, yeah, I said Abba as well. Oh wow! What? And then immediately went, why would it be them? Because <laughs> they're fun, and there's been movies. Yes, I don't disagree with you, but at the same time, I don't think. It brings. See, here's the problem too. With Comis- with with the White Sox, you have Comiskey Park history, and you have Disco Demolition. So you can't really do a disco themed because it brings back memories of that and mm-hmm. the, I mean, the new versions of people seeing racism in that that was never there. So you see okay. that. I mean, you, you could so you, you could argue that that it would be a way to kind of heal that, perhaps. You could, but I think. It Are would, you really going to double down on Abba Night? <laughs> it can't be Abba Night, dude. It can't be. They weren't. But no, they weren't big enough. Also, they weren't I, Elvis. Elvis the fucking king. The premise was no one knows who Elvis is. So why only update it by like ten or fifteen years? Why not well, like bring I say, it because to the well, the movies. To his for argument, and 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 to defend me for saying yeah. this this as well, the movies did bring them back into the zeitgeist. And the, right. the youths are definitely like into Abba. They may know. That, to his point, they, younger people would certainly know Abba because of those movies more than they would Elvis. Because yeah. there's not been a there's not been a vat for Elvis really. But Elvis Knight, and again, if Sheena, if you're hearing this, and, and if Elvis Knight is still your decision i apologize uh but it again it may be time to retire because i remember in the old days you'd go to elvis night 50 percent of the people are dressed as elvis yeah <laughs> this time 10 percent. i'm also that still seems high i guess i'm a little confused because i don't know like was this happening across the country no 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 i think individual ballparks do these theme nights right and- but so but like what is the why chicago why elvis with chicago why not a blues guy who is has a crazy history with or, the or city. I don't know Chicago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Chicago sticks, cheap trick. Yeah. Again, because you know Elvis. I'll tell you what. Because you can put the fucking glasses on, you can yeah, put the sideburns yeah, on. True. Guys walk around in jumpsuits. Yeah. It's look again. If it didn't have that connection to, to Steve Dahl and Disco Demolition, Disco Night would be fun because then mm-hmm. you could still wear right, crazy right. old costumes and yeah. stuff like that. It's all eighties night. Now here. In L.A., the Dodgers have Star Wars night. Right. Uh, and that's fun because 
we make movies in Hollywood. <laughs> and so we're sharing with the, sure. we're sharing our culture with the t- the visiting team and whoever may be sure. watching or visiting. The I would argue park. Star Wars night would go over bigger even in Chicago than Elvis night would. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that's what I'm piecing together is that Elvis was not specific to Memphis at a certain point, he was just a global. Obviously, oh, I know he was a global star, but I, I guess what I didn't understand is like it seems like a theme night should be tied to the city or the franchise in I, some way. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. Yeah. Again, I'm the guy that suggested time to retire Elvis night. You could do Blues Brothers night. You put on the glasses and the hat. If, if I see the Blues Brothers, and I love the, the no, Blues no, I, that's and I, I, I hate. I think it's a bad idea too. But that at least would make sense. It would be uh, a, a little more timely. Maybe they do that at the, with the Cubs. Do, they, probably, well, they probably do it anyway on some other night. <laughs> Maybe tonight's Blues Brothers night. I don't know. Right. There's no game tonight as we record. I don't want anybody to go. Well, technically, um, there's no game Monday. on Monday night. You idiot. Um, I will tell you this. So, uh, all right. So we go down to the field and, uh, be, so you throw out the first pitch after the national anthem, but before the national anthem, uh, look to the sky, the flying Elvi are coming down oh, three boy. guys in Elvis outfits parachuting down, uh-huh. which you go, Oh, here they come. And you think it'd be nothing. I'm not gonna lie. I don't, the word exhilarating is the wrong word. Uh-huh. I had emotions I've never felt before <laughs> watching these three fucking guys what? come down in parachutes and land on a target in center field. It was unbelievable. Wow. So exciting. Um, maybe because it's in person. Maybe because it's per, in person. Right. It, there was something. It, it just was like seeing them be a little dot up in the sky, mm-hmm. getting closer, closer, and then maneuvering. Yeah. And then literally hitting their effing target yeah. was so cool. Uh, then the national anthem. Then it's time to throw the first pitch. Uh, the first guy that went out before me was uh, somebody. Of, uh, you know, there's always a sponsor that does it as well. They throw the. You know, the, here's the CEO from Beggar's Pizza because they you know spent fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. So he went out there and he was an older gentleman and he he stood in front of the mound and because of COVID you don't throw to a baseball player. Uh, when I threw it in 2012, I threw to a guy named John Danks who was a pitcher for the White Sox. Um, who to this day, I'm still amazed that uh, the, the the man who stood next to me for a photograph was a human being because he was just just a, a, a walking muscle. Yeah. And 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 literally 30 years my junior, but more of a man than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> so uh, uh, so they say, you don't you, you throw to uh, Southpaw, who is their mascot. OK. And, you know, it's a dude in a, you know, a, a, a mask and, mm-hmm. you know, fuzzy hands <laughs> and uh, and a, a gold jacket because it's Elvis night. Mm-hmm. So he he crouched in front of home plate in front of the, you know, how there's dirt around home plate. Yeah. So he crouched in front of that dirt. So he's on the grass and this older gentleman is also on the grass. So the guy's throwing it maybe 15 feet. Oh, um, wow. Okay. And maybe 25. I don't know. Yeah. Didn't get a tape measure out there. <laughs> so he just lobs it in there. Hey, thank you to the guy from Beggar's Pizza. He does a great job. So okay. then then they very nicely, you know, uh, now please welcome stand-up comedian, host of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny, Jimmy Pardo. Oh, my God. And so I go out there. And, and the one thing I learned from the first time was soak it in a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Don't, don't, there's no reason to rush this. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I did 10 minutes of comedy. <laughs> so, uh, um I just went out and, uh, you know, I just waved a little bit. And I looked right. up at Jason, gave him a wave up in the booth. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went to the mound. Oh, I should tell you this. So this all went down on Monday, as I said, before we traveled. And it's like, I haven't thrown a ball 
<laughs> right. In yeah. last time you had time to prep. I had like a little time to prep. You knew it was happening and you practiced yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. So on Thursday, uh, Oliver and my dad, that was Grandpa Oliver Day, and they went and I and I went and visited some friends. I got I saw a friend of the show, Bill Leff, mm-hmm. and friend of the show, Brian Newton, and my friend Chris Barr, and it was great. So um I also then bought a ball at Walmart for three dollars and went to the park. <laughs> and walked off what I think was 60 feet, six inches. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Uh, you know, I, uh, there's only so many times you could fuck the ground before you realize. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there's an accurate measurement. Uh, so um, the really? premise being I use my cock to measure, Karen. <laughs> so, three times then. Greek style. <laughs> so um, uh, so I, I threw it. And on the maybe the 10th one, I heard a pop. Oh, no. And I was like, what the shit that I... This arm's already got a torn labrum. What did I just do to my right arm? I won't have a side to sleep on. I got to stop throwing baseballs. Uh. So, but by that 10th one, I was getting it mm-hmm. over the plate. The first few, like if I, if I was throwing cold at the at the yeah. baseball game, you know, look out dugout because it was, yeah. it was, it was going to be Fauci, 50 cent, horrible. <laughs> right. Uh, but I, I got it there and I was like, you know what? I don't have to do this. And uh, so I stopped practicing. And return that ball. I did not. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's something wrong with it. Yes, yeah, hurt my arm. One one seam was missing. <laughs> Please, up? money back. Uh, and then I told Danielle on the phone. I said, "Yeah, I hurt my arm." She's like, "Well, maybe you shouldn't do it." I go, well, "I only have to throw one more, <laughs> so it'll be all right." And, yeah. You know, as my arm falls onto the mound. <laughs> um, so we. Uh, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this. As Sheena is walking us from the gate to the broadcast booth. I hear, they're coming, Jim. <laughs> oh, boy. And I go, I look around, and it's uh, this guy named Mike. Uh-huh. And he comes up, and he goes, I love Never Enough Fight. Are you young, Oliver? And Oliver wow. goes, yeah. And he goes, oh, man, you're hysterical. And he goes, you're funnier than your dad. You're the guy. I go, hey, Mike, let's focus on who's here. <laughs> but it was great to, like, literally, like, cause it, you know, we joke because my cousin once asked, you know, can you can you walk around without people noticing? And I go, yeah, I can go anywhere I want. Nobody knows who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. We literally are in the stadium one second. Jimmy! Like, <laughs> yeah. I never, not, specifically, a never not yeah. funny fan. Yeah, nice. Uh, and it turns out there were uh, three others. Oh, cool. Uh, in, that we ran into. Hey, Jim, I listened to Never Not Funny. Hey. How crazy must it have been for those people to be to hear them say from the host of the award winning podcast, Never Not Funny? Like, that is mind blowing. Right? I can't even, there's no, com- like, there's nothing I can think of that would compare to the surreal feeling of that. Being a fan of a thing that you feel like you're the only person who knows about it. Right. Like, no one else you know really listens to it or anything. And then you go to a baseball game and, and they're like, please welcome the host of Never Not Funny. Like, what the fuck? What is what? happening? Well, I don't have my my earbuds <laughs> in. What's happening? Right. Um, uh, but it was you know it was great that you know then uh, you know Sheena was like oh that's great you know like I uh, like so it was one of those things like for my ego and for our show yeah, yeah. to go you know you made the right call having me throw this out because we're literally in the city in one second and somebody's like there he is yeah so um, we're on the field the, the flying Alvi come in they do the national anthem and Elvis impersonator sings it not as Elvis but he did it but he was terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy throws it. So I go out to the mound. Uh, Southpaw sets up in front of the plate. And I didn't know how to say. Wave him back. Back it up. Why? I I, I don't know. I just did. Uh, uh, take I, the. I mean, look, it's his. Like, I guess maybe you were thinking now everyone's going to think I asked him to set up there because I can't get it. Uh, 60 feet and six inches. So. I was a little I was a little disappointed. But Oliver was like, no way, Dad. It was great. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, maybe Southpaw says this to everybody, but he came over to you and he actually, for the, you know, take a photograph. Yeah. 
And he goes, that was a great pitch. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, thank you, Southpaw. And, and then when I came off, they were like, they were like, that was great. That was like, yeah. that was one of the best first pitches. Like, oh, like nice. really? It was, it was fine. I threw a ball. So, of course, there's no photographic evidence. Of I do have photographs. Oh, you do. But it is, uh, it's, it's, no, it's, not it's that. nothing like this. Yeah. It, uh, a little more subdued. Uh-huh. Um, I did it from the. Uh, did it from the. Uh, were you, th- were you in your head about that picture? One hundred percent. Almost like it's like maybe I should bring a glove out there with me so that doesn't happen again. I was wondering um, if because you didn't have your glove, did they, can you borrow a glove? Uh, I think with COVID you can't. I think that. Uh, and and so if you did bring a glove out. Is it is it like the guy who comes to the to the softball game with the with the company and he's the only one dressed in a full baseball yes. uniform? Yes, yeah, totally. Yes, it would. That's how I felt. Like it would have been like really You're dude, trying you know, too hard. We're trying too hard. Yeah, you know, some guys go out there in their shirt. The businessmen go out there in their shirt and tie and yeah, and do it. But they give you a jersey. Yeah. You know, like that. They give, right. uh, but uh, that has number twelve because that's when I threw it in two thousand twelve. This one had twenty one. Mm. Oh, nice. And. Um, Threw it, then went to our seats. There were wonderful seats. Uh, we then ended up uh, sneaking down and sat right behind home plate. Oh, cool. Uh, and we were sitting right behind home plate when Jose Abreu got hit in the head with a 96-mile-an-hour fastball. Oh, Jesus. And I'm, t- I'm telling you something. This We were about 12 rows up from home plate, and the ball hit the helmet, and he fell to the – like, it was – the sound, I've never heard a sound like this. Mm-hmm. And I literally, like a soap opera, went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and, I amused. And, and, and literally, my my eyes teared up yeah. because I've never seen anything like It was like watching an accident that happened right in front yeah. of you. And he went, he just like, like boom, and almost like he just died. You know, like, Jesus and just fell Christ. to the ground. Crumpled. And he ends up staying in the game, by the way. He's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but it was it was like a church the stadium was silent because it was the weirdest it hit the fucking head awful Uh, White Sox win the game's over look to the sky Uh, once again please welcome (laughs) the flying alibi and Oliver and I both went we get it (laughs) (laughs) the guy lands we're like this is the fucking greatest these guys are back Three, did, you have, did you bring a tear to your eye? Three guys again. It was the greatest. I could watch. I could have watched one hundred of these guys. <laughs> uh, and then the Elvis impersonator then did a little Elvis uh, thing, mm-hmm. and then a fireworks show. Uh, but our running joke was that uh, we were then going to be uh, haunted by the flying Elvi. That no matter where, like we we get in the rental car, turn it on, open up your windows, look out the sky, it's the flying Elvi, and they land on our car, just following us everywhere we go. Sounds like a dream come true for you. Oh my god, it was the greatest. I've never experienced anything like it. Uh, but I thank Jason Benetti. Yeah. I thank Sheena over there at the at the White Sox uh, for a while, and just treated like a just like a star. They just they couldn't yeah. have been kinder. Uh, I have to know the answer to this. Yes. Was it Sheena Easton? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, you haven't seen her in a while. Incredible. She's working for the White Sox. That's very cool. Uh, that you got to meet her. At, uh, and also, you know, the team's in first place. They're great. So mm-hmm. the, the the energy in the club or in the stadium, yeah, was phenomenal. And uh, and everything in the stadium is. What's the situation there? Is are masks required? Is there? A have, have you seen any video from Chicago? <laughs> no. Uh, Nothing like like any so, other. Now, day. in fairness, their numbers. are are low yeah it mm. won't be after Lollapalooza, which was also this weekend yeah right. what the hell man um you see those photographs that's like it's bonkers now you know granted they may all be vexed who knows um i don't think it matters but, at that point like that that did you, the story from what was it provincetown or whatever yeah. when you get enough people in a small space 
If Something's going to happen. One of them's got it. Yeah, de- the Delta don't care. <laughs> uh, now, that said, you know, the, the numbers of people going to the hospital and whatever, are, it's, 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 it's really, really low. It's definitely, you're better off, obviously, being vaccinated. But because the deaths are way lower. Yeah, you will yeah. have a better time of it. But, uh, yeah, it's it's discouraging. We were up in uh, up the coast. Yeah, so what did you guys do? We went to Cambria, which is just like, it's kind of near where like the Hearst Castle is, if you know where that is. Yeah, I do know where that is. Um, it's just, can I say this about the Hearst Castle? Mm-hmm. It's just an inch too far for me to want to drive to. <laughs> like, it's like, because yeah. Danielle really wants to go to it. Yeah. And what is it? It's like a six hour drive? No, it's like four. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, It's closed. Um, it's been closed, I think, for 18 months. Oh, I see. And so that was a bummer. We didn't. But we, you've been there before, right? We've never actually been. We've driven by it. But before. you've never been in it. Never been in it. I thought you guys had. And this was the it. time we, we were going to go with my dad a couple of years ago when he was visiting. And it was just like a little too much. Far. It's you know, it's like we went to Santa Barbara with my dad and it's another two hours from Santa Barbara. That's what I'm saying. It, it just seems like it's it's just to go to a too, castle. Yeah. To go and just like. Are there roller coasters there? Is there anything else that I could do <laughs> no. other than look at a... At, at, I mean, that whole area, as you would imagine, like a billionaire is not going to build a house in a disgustingly shitty part of the country. Right. It's insanely beautiful up there. And, uh, but it's, yeah, I, I, when we were, the last time I was up there, it was right before, it was the year before Zoe was born. So it was 14 years ago. And, um, and we were driving up to Big Sur, Elise and I, and we saw it from the from highway one you can look up the hill and go yeah there it is and it's just like eh, i don't really need to see a bunch of expensive paintings and like tacky statues everywhere like that's that was my impression of it then but now i'm like i kind of do want to see it because it's humongous well didn't our friend april stay there didn't she like no no (laughs) i don't know if she stayed somewhere else uh, affiliated with the Hearst family, I see. very good. That I don't even think we're supposed to know exists. Oh, uh, I, but she, she talked about it on the program, did she? Yeah. Oh, uh, I couldn't remember if she told us that off the air or not. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if it was on the air, yeah. She moved to Britain. Yeah, I guess she's she's, she's not going to get extradited for this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah but anyway, it, it was a bummer that it was closed, just because it was some. It would be something to do, also, right. you know. And uh, and it's funny, like you drive, if you drive up to it. You know, not up to it, but Wait, like, did you not know it was close till you got there? No, no, we knew ahead of Moose time. Moose out front should have told you. <laughs> we we looked it up because <laughs> we were like trying to plan out things, and uh, and we saw like a week or two before ah. we were going that it was going to be closed. But um, you know, on, if you're on Highway One, there's a road that goes up to it. It's way the hell up this hill, man. It's like it's you can almost it's like a postage stamp from from Highway right. One to look at it, uh, but. There's a, a big barrier, you know, like the the orange and white yeah, striped yeah, yeah. fencing type barrier thing that says do not enter, you know, closed. But it's only blocking half of the road. So you could actually turn up and, and drive. And it says and another sign says authorized vehicles only. Did you feel you were authorized? <laughs> so, of course, my feeling was. What's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? If we just drive up, see see how far we get, see I mean, how what, close we can get what, to it. In, in reality, in 2021, Matt Belknap's there with his family. Yeah. The worst that you could be is trespassing. Right. What you get a fine, right? Right, right? What's the worst that's going to happen? I mean, I, I, I kind of felt like that isn't even going to be... Uh, a problem it's more like they're just going to tell you to leave yes, which, right. if they even are if there's even ever anyone there you right. know which i imagine there isn't but whatever 
but uh, the kids were just like, no, we can't. Oh, they're no. scared. Yeah, it was, it was, so we went with my sister, my brother-in-law and their son, my nephew, uh, Will. And there's Jenny. Yeah. Jenny and Tim and Will. And the, Will is Charlie's age. No, he, he's a year older. Yeah, uh, he's 10. Right, yeah. So, so mostly Charlie and Will were like, no, no. Like they were super like scared about what would happen if we break the rules. And, uh, and I don't blame, and actually I'm glad I'm, I'm, it's good that they are law abiding citizens, I guess, but, yeah, but they got to learn sometimes you got to bend the rules, but myself and, and my brother-in-law were just like, come on, we're doing it. Like, and, Let, and let's, we, let's we, storm the castle. Even <laughs> exactly. Even to the point of like, we were like, should we just, let's just go later. Like, let's <laughs> just leave the kids at the, the place and we'll go up. Uh, but we didn't. And, uh, but oh, yeah. so you didn't do it at all. We didn't. I, you I know. gave into these two kids. We did. Uh, and I know that's not a very good ending to the story, but, uh, <laughs> And that's the other thing. I could have, if it was a fine, I could have written it off because it's a story for the show. Oh, you, you, hey, listen, the greatest thing that happened was that Beath went off that first pitch. Now that whole trip is written off because they said from the whole, the, yeah, it's a business trip. business trip. <laughs> I went there to promote our program. Yeah. So now uh, yeah. what was going to be uh, costing me is a win. That's absolutely. The, the, is that a good sentence at all? Yeah. We, okay. we, what I meant. we got what, yeah. So what did you, did you guys say in a cabin? You say in a hotel? Yeah. We, 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 you know, we did a VRBO uh, rental house. What does that mean? Virtual reality? Uh, bring your own beer? Order. It's Verbo. It's it's like Airbnb. It's but it's been around longer than Airbnb. It's just a it's a website where you can find uh, rental properties. Uh, and you can rent things for a week or a month or whatever. And what'd you guys do a week? Yeah. No, we did a month. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Maybe I'm actually driving. Maybe back. Commu- as soon as we're done, I have to drive back. Well, then go to the castle tonight. <laughs> do yourself a favor. Come back Thursday with a story about the castle. Uh, I wish I could. Um, I do want to go back up there. It's it's so beautiful up there. And what do you do? You go to the ocean? Yeah, yeah. There's like a tons of beaches and um, and uh, bluffs and uh, you know it's it's like you can drive it because it's. It's like kind of the there, there's like Cambria, then San Simeon, which is the town that the castle's in. And then after San Simeon, you're basically in Big Sur. Like it's just that crazy coastline right. where the huge steep cliffs. So you can you can go up there and see that the natural wonder of that if you want to. But, yeah, we just kind of hung out. It was mostly like I hadn't seen my sister in I think t- 18 months, almost like almost two years. Like it would have been two years in, in November, I think. Um so it was mostly about just spending time together and, and enjoying each other's company, which we did. And it was fantastic. What, uh, you know, to that point, I had not seen my dad. It'll be two years in September. So like mm-hmm. in, what is that, 22 months we had yeah. seen my dad. And so that was, uh, it's emotional. Yeah. Really emotional to, uh, mm-hmm. you, you don't think about it. Because like, I, you know, I would see my dad, I guess if, if it peppers it in three times a year, right. it doesn't, it's like, well, that's not a lot. Right. When you go two years without seeing, you know, family, mm-hmm. that uh, it, it was uh, it was a great trip for that reason. It, yeah. it, it, it was weird. I did. This is going to sound interesting because because throwing out the first pitch was fucking amazing. Yeah. But I also was like, I'm not here for this. Yeah, I'm here yeah. to just literally spend time with my dad. Yeah. And when I told my dad, look, you know, they offered me to throw out the pitch. He goes, we got it. Let's do it. Yeah. Like he was into it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I didn't I didn't want my quote unquote celebrity to overshadow the trip. Right. Um, but, but just it, for that one day, it, for that one event, like who for, for five minutes. Yeah, really exactly. The rest of the thing is just like, every, you know, right. Then you have great seats and enjoy your hot dog, asshole. Unless you were like, you know, bigfooting them after that. <laughs> Listen, like, fellas, what guys, I'm out of the mound out there. <laughs> like, um, uh, you guys have your fun back in the cheap seats. I got to go uh, mingle with the uh, gotta, important people. I got to go talk to the press. They're yeah. very important. They talk to me at the moment. Um, 
we went uh, golfing one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I use ship sticks. I ship my golf clubs to uh, Chicago. Okay. Um, because um, it's a pain in the ass to travel with golf clubs. Yeah. And then Oliver having a broken arm, uh, that's one less arm to carry something. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's like, you know what? I'll pay the fucking money and ship the, uh, ship the golf. What does he do while you golfed? Uh, well, he was supposed to golf with us. Yeah. My dad, here's what happened. My dad, when he turned 75, his wife got him a greens fees for two at this really nice golf course mm-hmm. that my dad's always wanted to play. Mm-hmm. And my dad, three years ago, said, well, I would like to do that with Jimmy, with mm-hmm. my son. That would be, so he said, my dad said, you know, the next time you're in town, uh, you know, can you come in a day early or stay a day later and we can go do this for my birthday trip. Yeah. And I was like, dad, I'll just fly there and we'll do this. Yeah. And then I tear my labrum and then I get, I need epidurals in my back and then the pandemic hits and right. all of that shit. So yeah. what was my dad turning 75? He just turned 78. Yeah. That was supposed to be three years ago. Wow. Things happened. So now we finally went. So my dad then paid for Oliver to golf. And so he did it in advance. And so then we get there. And they said, you know, I told them about Oliver's broken arm, so they're not going to charge me for him. Mm-hmm. But there's a $20 ride-along fee, so he could ride along with us. Oh, okay. And uh, and my dad's like, yeah, we'll let, him, we'll let him putt and do some stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they said, we're going to we're gonna actually pair you up with two other players, mm-hmm. which I, I'm not. Other guys like that. Mm-hmm. I do. This won't surprise Who anybody. That? I don't like You know, my buddy Steve Hollander loves it. My dad loves it. It's like you get to meet new people. You get to interact. Uh, you get to, fuck you. New people. I meet so many of them. I don't. I, I, mean, I meet people after my shows. I'm fine. I don't need to spend four hours with a guy. No. Uh, now that said, they were two of the nicest people. Oh, good. They were two different people. They were not a, together. Oh, two singles. It was a, uh, a gentleman named Reed who is from Texas. His daughter rides horses. She is third in the country. Oh, my God. Um, and I don't know exactly what uh, that means, because uh, uh, whenever I asked the question, I heard about his horse breeding company. So <laughs> uh, how he breeds horses he probably knows my brother-in-law who my brother's my brother-in-law's a, a horse trainer. I should have uh, known that information so that I could have followed up mm. with that. Uh, he seemed very close to the best with, with uh, about his daughter's 13. She writes okay. in these tournaments and yeah, she's yeah. third in the country. That's so what my sister did all that, too. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. God, you should have been out there. I know. It's like we took the wrong vacations. No, no, I would not have wanted to do anything that you just. Once I heard that castle was closed, I'm not going up there. Um, This guy hit a golf ball, by the way. I've never seen anybody other than a pro hit a golf ball like this. Wow. He. So here's that. So when they when they pair you up, I'm I'm not a great golfer. I'm good. I'm not great. But I get a knot in my stomach whenever they're going to pair you with somebody because I get nervous that I'm going to look like a you're shitty gonna, golfer. Right. You're going to let them down. I'm going to let them down. I'm going to I'm going to slow them down. Yeah. My dad's a great golfer, mm-hmm. um, but he's slowing down. He's 78, mm-hmm. but he's still very, very good. Um, and it's our turn to, to tee off. The other woman was a woman maybe in her 50s as well. Um, who was kind of a learner, kind of a beginner. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did I, she, more courage than I've ever had at, at the level of the game that she's at to go out by herself. Yeah. No fucking way is Jimmy Pardo doing that. Yeah. I'm going at four o'clock and hoping that they don't pair me with anybody. Mm-hmm. And she's taking a 1030 tea time and uh, was happy to join us. And they could not have been more welcoming. To, I said, you know, my son's with, he broke his arm. We're supposed to golf. We're in from out of town. Uh do you guys mind if he putts a couple of times? And it's like, no problem at all. And I go, but if you two want to go ahead of us, mm-hmm. we, we will not be insulted. No way. You know, let's all do this. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have been nicer. Cool. Um, but first tee, this guy goes up and he goes, uh, all right, Pardo, so-and-so, and so-and-so, you guys are up. And uh, Reed goes, uh, you guys playing from the blues? We're like, my dad's like, no way. We're from the whites. And 
uh, and then Reed goes, all right, I'm going to hit from the blues, which is about 30 yards behind the white tees. Oh, shit. I thought it was like 10. Uh, this was about 30. Damn. On this course, mostly about 30 yards back. Okay. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's playing from the blues, too. You know, like we're really, I'm really, it was like a guy with a broken arm. I suck. <laughs> um, you know, we're here to just have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, who cares about the score? I'm just here to spend some time with my dad. He hits a golf ball. I only have I seen a pro hit a golf ball like this. Mm. And I'm not fucking around. I, I, I've been with good golfers. I've never been with a golfer this good in my life. Wow. It was uh, so consistently mm-hmm. he would tee off 30 yards behind us and I'll drive us by 50 yards. Jesus. He, so he's hitting it 80 yards further than we are. Yeah. I mean, it was. And then his short game was great. He mm-hmm. was and and so good that he didn't care that what was happening because some guys get mad mm-hmm. like well you guys are slowing me down but they, he's so good he didn't care mm-hmm. um every one of his to the green he's within three feet every time <laughs> if he's in the sand trap he gets out of the sand within an inch of the hole <laughs> like he was that great wow um so to your point what did oliver do he rode along and then smartly my dad said why don't you drive the cart oh nice so he drove the cart awesome. which my dad made a great point of what a great way to teach somebody how to drive a car yeah Teach them on a golf cart where the stakes are less. Yeah, and you get the slower and easier. Slower, you learn how to use the brake, the gas. Yeah. yeah. So, on and, one of and the he's holes, learning with one arm too, so that's even better. Hey, you know what? Ten yeah. and two. He's just at twelve. Yep. <laughs> so, or six. Uh, and, but, but because of that, Oliver uh, Elliot, uh-huh. um, he just like when when Oliver was learning how to ride a bicycle, if it's going wrong, he doesn't figure it out he just lets it go wrong mm-hmm. like like if he's like oh dad on the bike dad i'm going towards that tree we'll turn it nope clunk right into the tree <laughs> yeah. same thing with this cart he's like my dad's like you gotta turn you gotta turn you gotta turn there's literally a a sign on the on the fairway that says carts arrow mm-hmm. oliver runs over that sign <laughs> <laughs> oh good for him and trailblazer luckily my dad is just having a good time with it and mm-hmm. and wasn't the dad that uh i remember <laughs> being a teenager <laughs> yelling at you going for... yeah it's such a turn yeah you know he's uh, the grandfather jim is different than father jim mm-hmm. and certainly pastor jim <laughs> Obviously. Uh, then another time oliver's heading towards you know they have rope up uh along a, a path i don't know i don't know why he's not even on the path i don't know why he's not on the path and i'm like oliver get a turn you got a turn Oliver runs into this row of stakes and and rope. The rope gets wrapped around the tires. Oh, no. no. This is the only time my dad kind of lost his patience a little bit. He's like, I'll drive it to the next tee. (laughs) (laughs) And then he was fine. But we had to back the the cart up. I had to untie the rope halfway down the fairway. And then unstring it from the before it were we're caught right right these people they were like yes you could let your son ride along for twenty dollars you are absolutely abusing uh-huh. the 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 grace uh, whatever they extended you whatever the yes that mm-hmm. is crazy and, but the other two were like if you if you guys need to go ahead while we solve this we'll wait for you like they didn't unbelievable they didn't care yeah they're and they laughed about it they it's were, almost like you were doing everything you could to shake them loose and get them to move on like to, can't you see we want you to stop stop staying with us go ahead hey, will you figure it out i want to spend time with my dad my, my that's son. a hint uh but i'll G- say this oliver's to- running the guy over with the car <laughs> and by the way he runs him over still hits it closer to the pin than yeah. i do uh you know having uh, being there and where they have rain Mm-hmm. and they don't they're not in a drought yeah the course was lush right 
And I haven't played on a course like that. Even though, you, you know, we pay $100 to golf here. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Right. It's it's hard. Yeah. Uh, the ground being hard. Yeah, the ball uh, bounces. And- um, I played the best golf I played in years. Oh. And my dad still beat me. <laughs> and it was the worst I've ever seen him play. Oh, my God. I've never seen my dad play. Like, he's slowing down. Like I say, yeah. he's yeah. 78. He's yeah. not 68 last time I played with him. Yeah, it's, I mean, you're... You're 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 the Hagar now. Happy Hagar, by uh, the way. Double nickel, thank you. Yeah, and happy um, birthday to you. Thank you. But uh, uh, it's I know it at my age that you just your body doesn't feel the same. I can't imagine being seventy eight and trying to swing a club. And he's and he's still he's again he's still great. Yeah. But it was the worst I've ever seen him play, and he still beat me. <laughs> and but at one point we tied on the front nine, mm-hmm. and I was like, so yeah. you've never beaten him in your life? Oh no. Yeah. No, no, my dad's really good. Yeah, no, you said that, and. But you used to be good. You were on a team. I used to be good. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay now. I ended up shooting a 98. Mm-hmm. Um, Shot the lache. Because it got, uh, <laughs> and by the way, it was like 89 degrees outside, speaking uh-huh. of uh, degrees, yeah. and humid. So by, by the back nine, we both did worse because it was it was just hot and exhausting. Yeah. Um, and we had to spend 20 minutes, you know, with the with cart repair with my son. <laughs> um, but it was, uh, when we tied on the front nine, and again, I know that again, it was the worst I've ever seen him play. So, is it a real win? Is it? Am I? I mean, eventually, that's the way it works. Eventually, eventually, I'm going to win. You're going to beat him because he'll just be. But is that a, is that a leg, that's not a legit win? You can't feel good about no. it. but it's better than not beating. It's better it. than never beating him. I mean, if, if you're going to lose to an 80 year old, that's worse than yeah. beating an 80. Well, I lost to a 78 year old. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he plays more often than I do. And again, he always, he was always a great golfer. Yeah. I was a good golfer. Yeah. Um, but when we were tied, I had those emotions as we're going from the ninth tee to the tenth tee. I did have the emotions of, but is this a legit win? He's not. He's not the same golfer that you wanted to beat when you, in 1987. I gotta say, it sounds like you you lack the killer instinct to finish him off. I don't have the eye of the tiger. <laughs> yeah, you, you were like, you, you shouldn't be asking yourself that question. You should be asking yourself, what can I do? What can I do to beat to this really old man? Run him into the ground. Yeah. Um, and it was, uh, but uh, he. Uh, he actually, you know, then we're at dinner that night and he's like, hey, you know what? I rolled my ball a couple of times in the fairway to get a better lie. So I, I think we tied or whatever. Like, I go, dad, you don't think I rolled my ball a couple of times in the fairway? That's worse. That he's like, so he's, he pities you so much that he has to make up embarrassing. Bullshit. <laughs> Just uh, pathetic. By the way, speaking of golf, I, for reasons I cannot explain, got very, very caught up in the last three or four holes of the Olympic uh, golf tournament yesterday. And, uh, it was exciting. It was exciting to see this guy who I'd never heard of in my life. Who was it? Uh, Shefley? Uh, Xander Shefley? I don't know if it's Xander's right. I don't know if Shefley's right. Is he the guy that won? He's an American guy. Yeah. Um, if you give me the name, I might... Uh, well, I'm trying to. I know you are. Is it Xander Berkeley from the TV's 24? <laughs> no. Uh, Is it Xander Bogarts from the Boston Red Sox? Nope. I'm out of my Xanders, by the way. Is it Robin Xander from the, Cheap Trick? The only guy whose name I recognized was uh, Rory McIlroy was in there. Xander Shuffley. Oh, you were Xander Shuffley. Yeah. So he he took the gold. He did. And he didn't seem that excited about it when it happened, especially because he gave away a lead. He was up two or three strokes and then uh, let the field come back to him. And so he was like sweating the last few holes where it was he was tied. He was going. The guy who he was tied for first with was already in the clubhouse. So he basically had to he had to birdie to win or else he was going to a playoff or whatever they call it. Um and uh, and he got that birdie, but then when he when he when he you know hit the putt on eighteen to win it, he was just like, okay, 
pick the ball up. I was like, dude, you just won a gold medal in the Olympics. <laughs> I think there is something weird about golf being in the Olympics. Where yeah, I think it seems odd. It seems odd. Yeah, because they do, that's how they do that for a living. Like right. Like so, he won a gold medal instead of winning some other tournament, a million dollars. Right. But it's the Olympics, and it's I, dude. To I'm, me, it's kind of like. I don't know. This is a weird year because they're not allowed to socialize or fraternize or whatever. Fuck. Get their dicks sick. <laughs> um, yeah. They got cardboard beds. Fucking on a cardboard bed. <laughs> yeah. it, it's fucking just... on a bed. We're fucking on a cardboard bed. <laughs> I've been fucking on a bed. You know, you know who does that song, right? Yeah, fucking on a bed. Fucking on a bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It was. It was weird. But then he was emotional afterwards. I guess he was. Uh, he was up against a guy who was from uh, i'll say it because they are not allowed to taiwan uh why are they not allowed to, allowed? because the chinese government doesn't recognize taiwan as a country and they, they so they have to call it the it's a whole chinese taipei thing. oh right, right yeah, oh, yes okay yeah. um so but this the the american guy shoffley or whatever he is he's half uh taiwanese um oh really yeah and or i, I don't know if it's half or like his dad's american his mom is Chinese slash Taiwanese. That's how they were saying it because again, they can't say Taiwan. They've had to say Taipei, but, um, but yeah, so I think it was kind of, that was kind of emotional for him, but also being in Japan, like sort of feeling like I'm, you know, I have a connection to the East. so I don't know, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, and then there was a seven way tie for bronze. So they had to play a two hole. Oh, they had to play off the bronze. They had to go in two groups. Like they had a, 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 a foursome and a threesome. And it only lasted two holes. They, they, I think they started, I, they didn't even show it all. Cause I was watching a replay. So they, they basically were like, well, we're going to the playoff. And then they came back for a commercial and they're like, well, those guys are out. And then like they were on the 18th. They didn't even show the 17th. I think, I think they went back to the 17th and played that. And the, the bottom two were just whacked. And then they played the last. Uh, although that doesn't really make sense either because I don't think there were five guys left. So yeah, they, would have, they would have had a, in, in regular golf, it would have been who's ever tied. And yeah. then if you get a four. And so, and you, if, if we get fours and you get a five, you're out. Right. And then they get fours but and I get a five, what, I'm out. But if one, what if one guy got a three and everyone else got a four? Does he, he win? He wins. It's over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe that's all it was is that everybody tied. One guy birdied maybe, maybe, everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Or everybody parred and then those two guys bogeyed it or something. But, right. Because they did look a mess in this playoff. It was crazy. It was, there was an American in the playoff too, in the bronze playoff. And, uh, he was all over the place. It was like the, the 18th hole looked very challenging and they kept saying it was very challenging. Um, but you take them at their word, right? I, I believe them because, but then you saw even before the play, you saw this other guy that was in the, you know, in the foursome with the, the, the leaders, basically. Um, he, he was just a mess, man. He went to the bunker. He went to the rough. It was just like, come on, pull it together, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he got it done. You know what I mean? Somebody read from Texas has to get out there. Yeah, so sounds like it. That's who they need out there in the yeah. Olympics. I'm also, I, you know, I know that this happened back in the in the '90s, but uh, letting the pros into the Olympics is just it still seems weird to me. I know that that's old man talking. I don't think that's every sport though. I think there's certain sports, but go- still, golf is one of them where they sure. allow PGA yeah, golfers. Yeah, yeah. Like to me, it should be the and same it with should tennis. be guys like Reed, yeah. who are great. But then, what are we doing? Isn't it supposed to be these are the best? I. I there's also that argument like which was the argument when the dream team happened it's like why are we not putting our best yeah every other country's allowed to put their best right i I thought part of the issue was that with basketball and maybe with golf as well like you can't you can't be in basketball and be good and not essentially be playing pro like you're 18 and you're going right into sports and stuff like that whereas if you're in rowing 
Yeah, there's not a pro rowing league that I know of. Well, I mean, maybe there <laughs> is. There is, but we're, yeah, we're not. It's, it's like there's probably demonstration rowing where you get paid yeah. to be there and stuff like that, but it's not really that big of a right. of a relinquishment to. It's something that you would have seen on Saturdays on Wide World Wide World of Sports, yes. mm-hmm. and you'd go, "Oh shit, it's rowing." And that was probably <laughs> whatever that was was probably just a, an Olympic qualifying yeah, tournament. Right. Like that's all yeah. that's all it is. And and like with boxing, they had I, I guess they were still. I don't know if it was the rule, but they were still, I think it was the rule that they were still having amateurs only in, in the boxing for the Olympics. But then this year they let anybody who was an amateur when it would have happened last year mm. was allowed to go pro and still be in this Olympics. Oh, so there was a guy who was like, he is now pro, but he was in the Olympics. So it was kind of interesting. I watched a lot of Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> like Not really that much, but it's, I don't know. It's it, when you're on vacation, it's kind of fun to just be like, I can watch this. I have nothing else to do. Right. Let's just enjoy some nonsense that you'll, you would never normally watch. Well, uh, which I would have loved by the way, but my son uh, wanted to watch comics unleashed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, I, hear you. I, but I'm, I, if I'm alone in a hotel uh, or with apparently family, I don't want to spend time with. Uh, <laughs> so we were watching together. I know. I, 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 I wish he would have been interested because I, too, would have enjoyed yeah. just zoning out and watching yes. the Olympics. Yeah. In a I like it's weird now because everything is, you know, platform this and stream that and whatever. So it's it's not the old days. I kind of liked the Olympics is one thing where I'm like, just take control of it for me. Just put the things on that you know I'm going to be interested in. Mm-hmm. I don't even care if it's live or not because it's obviously all happening in the middle of the night for us because it's right. in, in Japan. So just just show me the good things and and I'll sit here and watch it. Don't make me flip around. Don't make me like stream, you know, like find the stream or figure out what is it on Peacock or is it on USA? I don't care. Just show me Olympics. Right. <laughs> That's the way it used to be. It's just like NBC Olympics and then you would, you would watch like you turn it on and it would be like Here's the 100 meter. They run. And then they're like, now we're going over to archery. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's do that then. And it's kind of fun to bounce around. You know, the, all the locations are so far flung. Like nobody's within 100 miles right. of each other. They're like, this one's happening up on this mountaintop. And this one's down at the beach. And you're like, cool. Let's <laughs> let's travel around Japan and watch all these different crazy sports. That's that's what it should be. That's why when they, when they were going to do it in Chicago, when they were vying for it. And they were mm-hmm. showing, you know, this will happen here. It's like they were all close to each other. But it's yeah. like. It's like, well, how do you think you're going to do the Olympics here? Like, right. way too many people are going to be coming. Right. It's confusing because it's too many. There's like 200 events or something. Yeah. So that's too much stuff to be happening in one city. In my opinion, it is. Yeah. I'm going to give it a moment. All right. Let's take another break. Yeah. When we come back. Let's check in. We'll go around the horn. We'll check in with Garen Cockrell and Elliot Hopeberg. They are here. They're standing Do we have by. a trivia question? We have a trivia question oh. we got to get to. Yeah. Oliver has sent it. It's uh, on the uh, my phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, But we also got to find out what these guys did over the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that Garen went to... Uh, Michigan, and uh, we know that Elliot didn't. So, <laughs> we'll dig into that when we come back right after this. I think we also have some mail. Oh. So a lot of, a lot of catching up. Yeah. Hey, guys. Matt here with some dates for you. Never Not Funny is on Twitter at Never Not Funny. Jimmy's at Jimmy Pardo. Elliot is at Elliot Hopeberg. Garen is at My Name is Garen. Uh, check out ElliotHopeberg.com if you want to find the rest of his handles and places. Garen is, I think, at my name is Garen everywhere. Check him out on Twitch. Check him out on Patreon. You can support him there. And please do that. That'd be great. Uh, Jimmy is going to be at Flappers in the Zoom room again on August 20th. Uh, if you go to FlappersComedy.com, you can buy tickets to that at 7 p.m. Pacific time for that show. Log in from anywhere. Is once you get your ticket, you'll be able to join the Zoom room and uh, watch him do comedy. Maybe request a bit or be a part of some crowd work. So that's fun. So check that out and enjoy.
Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something, and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never enough funny very brand. Very organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Uh, Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And uh, look. I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your, your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously we all know that. Okay. I just want to make from, sure from longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates that's exactly right by the way we have tickets for the opera coming up i'm gonna hire somebody to go in my place <laughs> uh that is my passion my passion for the opera is to avoid it yeah uh ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter.com slash pardo z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire guys shopify is something that's very very dear and important to me and you know that you know that and matt you're laughing because you know that i don't stop talking about shopify off the air it's really it's it's weird it's like your new obsession like you used to talk about you know journey and kiss all the time now it's just shopify this shopify that i know and all i can do is apologize but i'll tell you why it's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh offering outdoor outfits the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 28. You know the episode, it doesn't matter. You know who everybody is. Um, <laughs> Were you scared you're going to say 23 again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it reminds me of, and I've, I think I'd, if I didn't tell it on Jimmy's Records tapes, maybe I will in the next season. Uh, it's not worth uh, uh, promoting, but when I saw Chicago for the first time, when Peter Cetera uh, 
they introduced Robert Lamb and they said uh, after Saturday at the party, they went Bobby Lamb. And I knew the songs and knew the group as a group, but I didn't know it was his name Bob Lamb. Bob e- Bobby Lamb. I didn't know. Oh, and it was Bobby driving me crazy. Lamb. Yeah. And so he, Peter Cetera goes, uh, all right, let's introduce the band. Back on drums, we've got Danny Serafin over on keys. Ah, you know who everybody is. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker. So that's kind of what I just did here. Yeah. But everybody does know who everybody is here. We're all here. And uh, one's queer, and we're used to it. We are used to it. We're very, <laughs> very, very comfortable with it. Very comfortable with it. One of our closest friends, Garen Cockrell, who we will get to in a moment. But let me give you uh, Oliver's trivia question. Okay, mm-hmm. hold on a second. So I'm supposed to do a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Huh. Let's play trivia, trivia. I want to play trivia. Let's battle some trivia. Let me hear the question, please. Yeah. All right, you got it, sir. That's uh, an old school. That's yeah. before it was Oliver's question. Yeah, I like that. I like that question. I like that uh, tune. It's a good one. That's uh, physical by the uh, Olivia Newton John. Had a big yes, hit with that. She did. She was a hit maker. Hey, uh, this is not important in any way, shape, or form. But I was very excited. I was driving in today, listening to '80s on Eight, and they were doing the 1981 countdown. Mm-hmm. Um, number five was Elvira by the Oak Ridge Boys. Number four was a Kenny Rogers song. So a couple of country songs. Yeah. Number three was uh, a theme from Greatest American Hero. <laughs> number two was uh, Air Supply, and then he said number one, and I said, "I bet you it's Rick Springfield, Jesse's Girl," and it was. Yeah. And I never felt prouder of knowing nothing in my life. That's a big moment. (laughs) Believe it or not. Just, uh, I was walking, I was walking on air. (laughs) Never thought you'd feel so free. Oh my God. Uh, All right. So here's, uh, here's your topic, transportation. Oh, Oh, I don't know what I have left to bet here. I forgot. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, we got two bets left. Two We have two bets left. Garen, what are my two bets that I have uh, available? Uh, But I, 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 actually, I don't know. Did, did I miss a bet from last week? Oh, Jimmy, you, yeah, you should have written down. Oh, I screwed up. I have one, two, three for you available. Uh, does that's, name, does that's all you have left? One, two, and three? Well, I, 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 I would have preferred he text that to me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought you were. I mean, I, it kinda, okay, by the way, I think history's on my side. I don't know anything. <laughs> I, 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 not on my side. History shows. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me put it to you this way, Jimmy. If, if, those were your last, if those were your last three, if we both get the question right, you lose. Yep. Yeah, again, that's what I think. History is showing. It it does not matter. Well, yeah. To even the playing field, I have twenty three, twenty four, and twenty five left. Ooh. So I've got twenty five or six to four. So I'll, I, let's all put our cards on the table. I have twenty two and twenty five left. So do I have one and two left, or do I have two and three left? Do I have one and three left? I don't where, remember. See, this is the problem. This is the one of the times where you can't just throw a piece of paper away as soon as you're done with it. Oh, if you had wait. just saved your last I paper. I am a Felix Unger weirdo. <laughs> but if you just kept them in a neat little look, you could you could create a little Here, folio. To here's what I'm going to do uh, for next season. I'm going to write the numbers on the back of this yes. and cross them out as I go. Great. Which is what I was doing at my desk yes. during pandemic. Got it. Got it. Um, it, but then it, why did you ask him every week if you were doing that? Because you still asked him every yeah, week. Yeah, that's a very good question. <laughs> you, it was a, it Here's was what a I think happened. I would of... forget to cross off what it was. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. And so then I would cross off the one, like I said, what did I use? And he would say, you used 22. And I crossed that off. And then. Here's the thing. Yeah. Just choose one of those numbers. 
it doesn't matter which one we will then after the fact we will go back and check oh you know what uh, we can go to uh, 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 i'm trying to go to that right now i just that jeremy herbal website he keeps track of it oh oh, oh okay really? I yeah didn't, i didn't know that existed yeah because no. we are we are we, we are getting money from the jeremy uh, herbal trivia tin it's true right 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 this section uh, segment is sponsored by jeremy herbal yeah it's the, the herbal tea tin okay I got it. He pays money to have this sponsored. He has no business. Mm-hmm. Does not wish to promote. Well, I guess there's a website now. Why can't now. we get? Why, why can't Mac Weldon provide this? He should start a business just so that he can advertise it in this segment. Yes, I mean we're <laughs> advertising the guy. What would it be? I know probably he, IT or something. Maybe I don't exactly know what he does, but it, obviously it's. Well, but uh, he works for a company. He doesn't just yeah. do freelance IT. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Garen. <laughs> we know what numbers I have. <laughs> no, I have to know which one he used. Oh, damn it. Okay. Uh, okay, so I have those left. Thank you, Garen. Um, all right, there we go. I, all right, I know what my bet is. And luckily, the section on my piece of paper allows me to write that larger than I ever would. Yep. Um, no problem. Okay, so here we go. What go on? Here's your question. Here we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, question again transportation. Yes. Mm hmm. Uh, invented in 1733, what mode of transportation was originally pulled by goats instead of pushed by people? Mode of transportation. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, pushed by people. Instead of pushed by people. I have an answer, but I don't know if mode of transportation, if it fits that. Uh, yeah. If it fits that, but I'm going with it. Because I've got one, two, or three on the line here, and I have to really care. 1732, you said? Uh, uh, 1733, I believe. A little oh, later. Little oh, later. Oh, they, uh, they were talking about it in 1732. They, they didn't quite complete this until... Invented in 1733, what mode of transportation was originally pulled by goats instead of pushed by people? So what mode of transportation is, is pushed? Pushed by people. Salt and pepper? They like to push it good. Real good. Real good. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yo, baby pop. Yeah. Uh, what? Man. I'm going to lose. I have uh, an idea. But yeah, I, I am very hung up on the concept of a mode of transportation pushed by humans. Pushed by humans. By the way, uh, coming up at White Sox Park, there is 90s night. So if you want to wear. Oh, that's fun. If you want to wear what you're wearing today. You'll fit right in. Me? <laughs> no, I'm, no, all of us. Oh, oh I we, see. We, 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 <laughs> I thought you were taking a shot at my shirt. No, not much has changed. <laughs> yes, that's a. It's not well, like the '80s where you show up in crazy costumes. You say that, but if you saw a guy with Jinko jeans and like a sparkly button-up uh, raver shirt and like a crazy cat in the hat, I'm just describing someone at a rave. That's <laughs> 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 what I'm doing. Well, that guy's not going to a ball game. Uh, well, if, he's, if it's '90s night, maybe he would. Uh, I'm looking forward to 90, watching it on TV and uh, having them show the crowd and then wonder what, what's going on. I think they're just going to play the 90s music. That'd be my guess. And, That'd be fun. Which I think they do anyway, right? That's not something yeah. that happens. It does seem like that happens a lot. Well, that answers the question of like, they're not all, it's not all like stuck in the past, like the Elvis thing. They're doing something for, for the younger people. They're doing something for the older people. But even 90s, that's not that, it's not really younger, right? Those guys, people are in their 30s at this point. Yeah, it's, it's Garen. Look at that jerk. <laughs> doing it for Garen. Garen's a jerk. What's he doing over there? I don't know. He's a jerk. What do jerks do? <laughs> <laughs> Fiddling with his notepad. Looking over there. I mean, I, he is just a jerk. <laughs> He's really, really came back. He came Steve back with Martin. a two. He really did. 
Uh, Hold on, we got a huge summer sale, guys. Oh, we got. Oh, it's a huge summer wine sale. Sixty-two percent off Marlboro Sauvignon Blanc. Why am I getting this? (laughs) Who's that from? It's a it's a junk text. Good price. (laughs) It's a really good price. Take advantage. Got to think about this. Hey, what family does now? At least she doesn't drink it all either, does she? No. Has she ever? Um, or is she like you? You guys just never. No, she, like her freshman year of college, she drank a little. Now yeah. we're talking. <laughs> what? Uh, but you? She will not even have a glass of wine uh, mm. at the occasional fancy dinner. Right? No. Nope. I would, and I mean this is nicely. I, if I lived with you, mm-hmm. I would be drunk all the time. <laughs> so I'm surprised that she is. I not. did say to her the other day, I was like, if this pandemic didn't drive us to drink, nothing will. I don't disagree. <laughs> I, I, That's fair. I, I think with what I say about Danielle and I, if, if, if the pandemic didn't drive us apart, yeah. I don't know what will. Because uh, I think I, I think having, I mean, every, people have different experiences, but I think having an infant, uh, that is that was to me the high watermark of stress and like just like you're tired all the time and you're dealing with something that you feel like maybe you're in over your head sometimes with it. And I think if you can survive the first two years of having a baby, although some babies are, are easier than other babies. Zoe was, I think more challenging, but I, to me, that was like the thing that I was like, well, we got through that. So right. we'll get through anything. Um, and you did it. And now she's uh, going to go into eighth grade. I live in a separate house, but yes, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> living in a box, living in a cardboard box. All right, let's check in with the pop culture. He is over there. He has returned, mm-hmm. right? Once again, we thank Oliver for uh, uh, filling the shoes, as uh, the rainbow lace shoes of Garen Cockrell <laughs> uh, while he was gone. Uh, but Garen, we missed you. That's sincere. We bust I, your balls and such, but uh, uh, we missed you. Did you have a nice trip to Michigan? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that. it. Um all right, well, do you want to hear about how my mom and I binge-watched the entire first season of Ted Lasso in one sitting, or how okay. I had to reenact twi- Twister? I think the fact that the, the, the Ted <laughs> Lasso, I think that just explains I, I itself. Think, I think you, okay. we got it. Fair, enough. Um, yeah. fair and, enough. So wait, so you had never seen Ted Lasso? No. It's wonderful. It's yeah, So good. It's Everything people say is 100% accurate. People are mad at season two, uh, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, there's only been one, right? Two, other two. two. Yeah, two. Well, like I said before, I feel like the first one, it gets off to a very uneventful start. I feel like <laughs> it just feels like, oh, it, we're just hanging with these folks. To now. me, it felt like any episode of Ted Lasso. To be honest, okay. I, I thought it was. I liked it. I think I, I, in my mind, I had sort of built it up. Maybe I think that's what happens to some people. Is like they love something so much yes. that when it comes back the actual show cannot live up to how they've yeah. how how they remember because you remember the the greatest moments of it but every story has to have a a rising action to it and so you can't start at 11 you have to start here and then build it up like the 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 peaks of this first season didn't come until you know well into it i think and then you really got the impact of like the emotional impact of 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 what was great happening. acting great acting yeah, from jason incredible. Mm-hmm. but yeah i agree I, I just it's just fun to be you know, to, to be back with the characters. I also kind of feel like the one thing I will say about that show that I don't know, maybe not everyone would agree with me, but I kind of feel like the players are kind of the least interesting part of it. So like when it kind of got more into Danny Rojas, I was like, I don't care. You don't care about Danny Rojas? <laughs> I mean, I do, but not as much as I care about. He, he keeps having trouble making those uh, kicks. <laughs> He's having some trouble. Yeah. He um, sure was. Well, and you're far into the new season. You uh, got a screen. Are you, are you done? No. Cause this, they 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 only oh that's right they only put out eight so 
uh, I've got one left that I can watch, but then I'm going to have to wait until October to watch oh. the ninth. So that's, so I'm just going to watch one minute of it every day. There we go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing that podcast, right? The Ted Lasso minute. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it's very enjoyable. We watched uh, the most recent one last night, and we uh, we very much enjoyed that. Yeah, it's it's great. What else did we watch last night? There was two things. Oh, uh, uh, Schmigadoon. Are you watching Schmigadoon? I've heard. I of want it. to. Is it good? Um, we're very much enjoying it. Cool. You know, it's them stuck in a town that's a musical. Yeah. And uh, it can be a little one notey because of that. Mm-hmm. It's like that's the one I'm joke. I'm hoping they have several notes. It's a musical, right? <sighs> I have a couple notes. Let's use our. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very nice, Gary. Very nice. It's just uh, the one, I think, actually. You, you, we only have one note, and it's oh, So I have no... <laughs> why, why would I have a note? Well, you should, you, you're allowed to have a note on that. Uh, it's good. To answer your question, it's good. It's, cool. Uh, I, I, I think, enjoy it. It's, yeah, it's fun. I Do you think... Is it like... And keep in mind, Charlie has watched Friends. He's watched The Office. He's watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Can a nine-year-old who's watched those things watch Does this? he like musicals? Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Yes. He he was just in this Rodgers and Hammerstein show. Oh, yes, he show, was. Oh, and which, by the way, those photos are adorable. I, I, I will say this. So what happened was uh, we went to the, I went to the first show and I see some so I see some red hair and I'm like, oh, my God, that's weird. That woman's hair looks like CeCe Pleasance's hair. But why the hell would she be here? And uh, and then I'm sitting there and she goes, Matt. And I was like, what? And it was CeCe Pleasance. Her goddaughter was also at the camp. So uh, and she was like, so is Jimmy coming? And I was like, no, you know, I I, I," because we had she literally been on the episode where we talked about how the first session of the camp they were doing Andrew Lloyd Webber and you were upset that we didn't invite you. And that is the one we probably should have invited you to this one. It was a three hour and 20 minute show. And I just don't feel comfortable. Like, I love it because my kids are in it. But I do not feel comfortable inviting you c- no. anyone no. to a three hour and 20 minute no. middle school production of a musical review. You know? I uh, think that's an unfair amount of time for yeah. anybody. And it was great. And by the way, my, so my sister and, and her family, we were visiting. They got to come to the last show. And I very much was like. I am so sorry about how long this is. You do not have to come. Please just, you you can leave it at intermission if you want to. Whatever you got to do. Although Zoe's solo was like at the beginning of the second act. So I'd be like, yeah, it'd be kind of weird to leave right before her solo. But, <laughs> but still, I laid it out there. She's like, no, no, it's fine. And they had just flown in the night before. So they're kind of jet lagged. And I was like, I, I totally get it if you can't get through this thing. But they... They stuck through like troopers and they really enjoyed it. Uh, uh, I, I think they're being genuine when they say they didn't really enjoy it. I believe them when they told me they enjoyed it. But it was like one of those things where I was like, man, Jimmy and Danielle would have loved this because it's just funny to see Charlie. He literally, I don't know if you, have you ever seen South Pacific? Sure. <laughs> you know the song, There's Nothing Like a Dame? There's nothing like a dame. <laughs> so picture Charlie in like a little sailor outfit <laughs> dancing around, going across the stage. There is nothing like a dame. <laughs> like with a bunch of other boys. Yes. All like a bunch of boys under the age of 12. Right. So I, one of them maybe is older, but so funny to me. Like it's just amazing. And he was in and he was in a bunch of, the, there were like five songs from Oklahoma that he was in a bunch of them, that all the sort of, you know, when there's a whole chorus of people. And so he's really into it now. Like he really loved that and then was like wanted to rewatch Encore because he's like because there's there was an Oklahoma episode of yeah. Encore and there was a Sound of Music episode. 
and um he's in man like right. he's he's so like i think he would like this show because now he understands it's really good what that means it's good it's uh yeah he'll love it yeah uh all right garen we go back to garen cockerel uh, uh detour but uh i brought up schmigadoon it's my fault yeah. uh, no reason to apologize I did watch that too you watch schmigadoon and did you enjoy it, garen yeah it is it is one note but you know what uh, it's many notes. There's Jimmy, <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Boss, you still got it. Thank you, but uh, wait. So, is it all up? You can watch the whole thing if you want to. No, no. It's, oh, okay. No, it's, it's Ted Lasso style. Gotcha. Which yeah. is uh, when you have nothing to watch at night is infuriating when it, it it's done. It's infuriating with Ted Lasso because it's so good. It just doesn't feel right, and it's only like I think I said this last season. Because it's only like 30 minutes. You're like, that's not enough of this. Re- release two of them a week. At least, at least two a week. 100%. Uh, all, right. all right. What was the other thing you did, Garen? You said uh, Ted Lasso or what was uh, How we had to reenact the movie Twister. Walk me through what that means. So my cousin has, uh, he owns an escape room in, in Novi um, and they have mobiles. So this day they were doing one and like, you know what? Let's just go along. It's a mobile escape room? Yeah. So what is like that in mean? a trailer. And then there's like an escape room inside the trailer. And you drive it to somebody's party or something? Yeah, they went to some... Oh, that's fun. That's cool. And what's the the theme in there? It's Dragon's Lair or something like Dragon's... So it's like a medieval kind of thing. It's not not just you're stuck in a trailer. (laughs) It seems like plenty. (laughs) Got to avoid the hillbillies. They got smoke machines. It's it's pretty cool. Okay, cool. So it was supposed to storm that day. And we're there. It's, you know, we're just hanging out in their lawn. And it's starting to get a little dark and like interesting. And then like that it went black like clouds showed up tornado sirens oh jesus it was insane so we had to a get the people out of the escape room pack it up get in the truck load it and get and go and as we were doing this it's just a wall of rain i can't help because i don't i don't know what any of this does i don't know where to do it you know whatever so me and by, my by the way, you don't have to tell us. You we, did not have to explain. We, we know you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you're Garen. <laughs> yeah, so we're in the back Fuck of the car. Fuck it. You guys just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'll pack the truck myself. Sits down, watches a movie. <laughs> That's true. That's how I but tornado siren immediately. So, and that's, war- that's get in your basement. There is a tornado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. And we're in a truck, in a pickup truck. So we were trying to get out of here <clears throat> or there and trees falling in the fucking woods what we're going like like this holy shit it was insane and my friend jess who flew in she basically came with me um has never seen that before because she's from the from seattle and it was it it was i was legit like oh this is we're getting we're dead and did tornadoes come it i think it hit an hour north of where we were oh wow but close enough that yes it felt like it was behind us it, did you have we cows it. we did not have cows, we have cows. I was expecting them <laughs> i gotta go we've it. got cows <laughs> it was it was intense wow yeah trees like literally awesome. falling it I, was, I, I i'm sure it's terrifying but it hearing about it is awesome it, i wish i could experience it without the danger of it yeah it, <laughs> you know they have those tornado uh, uh like in a fair they have those booths you can go into uh, experience a tornado yeah i've done that it's not the same of course it's not <laughs> it's a it, i want to see things that shouldn't be in the air in the air like that's, that's without the, without the without, without the fear the of getting fear hit by that thing or somebody losing their house you, you right. want to see a, a semi go into a house yeah this is something that should exist in dubai like a humongous room that it uh, it creates a, a like an artificial tornado that the room is so you know have you heard about the thing i think it's in dubai where 
they made like the deepest swimming pool on earth. No. Yeah. And why does it have to go? Why, why is it going to go down? <laughs> well, it's like, cause you can scuba in it. Like you can, Oh, you, you can scuba can, in the pool. Yeah. You can sign up and then you basically go down, 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 down. And like, it's like, I don't, I can't look up how deep it is. I think it's like 10 stories deep or something. And, uh, is that a thousand feet? Um, I think it would be hundred feet, hundred feet, hundred feet. That yeah. doesn't seem deep enough. No, it doesn't sound that deep at all. It's just very unimpressive now that I think about it, <laughs> <laughs> but it looked cool. Like I, I, I guess Will Smith did it. He like went in, he made a little video. I don't know. His kid did it and got out of the pool and uh, whipped their hair around. That's right. <laughs> deep dive, Dubai, 169.9 feet. Nice. Uh, so that's like 16 stories. It's That's the equivalent deep. of six Olympic-sized pools. Deep. Pools. Deep. deep. Like if they were tilted on their side. Yeah. That's and again, deep. as we learned from the COVID test, uh, got to keep it flat. Do not tilt it. Uh, I don't know if that's cool or not, but what I'm saying is they're building weird things in so, Dubai. Yeah, yeah, so, so why let's, not let's build a tornado house? Yes, yeah, a huge tornado, tornado house. warehouse. Yeah. They're going to use it for movies, too. It's got There's like rooms and buildings. that It's all. It's really, really Like cool. all underwater? Yeah, I'm looking at a picture now. There's like a looks like a Mercedes just sitting in the pool. Oh, really? Is it Mercedes rule? It's actress Mercedes. She just waves to you as you scoop them on. It's, it's like, I mean, she hasn't been working much, and that is quite a gig. I was in Fisher King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Garen, go right ahead. Uh, what? Uh, so so you, you you got out of that. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. He was done. I know. I forgot what I was just but, saying. I mean, we're hauling a... a you know, a yeah, you got a foot trailer or yeah. whatever behind us. So it was, it was nerve wracking. Of course it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was just one day. The rest of the time was uh, the weather was okay. Yeah. It was, it was really nice for the most part. Yeah. Novi. Novi. That, is that where you Bustling were? city of Novi. Yeah. You were there for like what? 12 days or something. I was there from Thursday to Saturday. So Three days. That might be nine nice. days. Eight days, nine days. I don't do math. Now, but it, like when you were going to move there, when we all had those dreams and aspirations, you uh, you were going to work for this escape room, right? right. Wasn't that what it? I was gonna help out with something. I don't. I think he just wanted someone to do like social media or something like that. I don't know. Okay, can't we, you? Well, we like you're a writer. We, we could, could tell him that's not the right thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably no. Got a, years of uh, <laughs> evidence that points to that being a bad idea. But what about you're a writer? You couldn't you write scenarios for escape rooms? Oh yeah, um, puzzles. <clears throat> he gets them from uh, companies. Yeah. Right, but it, but it got, but you, I could you, you can jazz them up. He's doing yeah. something. I don't. I Back can't. Story. Really, there are there is a situation coming where I will be doing something like that. You had to move there to do that. No. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, you could do that, Jimmy. There's a situation coming. <laughs> there's a situation coming. An opportunity. That's all right. That's yeah. exciting. Coming. You'll share that with us when the time is right. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, which would be in a year. So. Right, about twelve months. We got. Uh, oh God. That means we got twelve months. Twelve more months of Garrett Cockrell here. <laughs> Oh, and I did find out the results of that screenwriting contest. Oh, oh, hey, oh, you didn't know. oh, but I'm a finalist, so that's hey, that's great. Just, it's almost just as good. Did they rank the non? Or was it just one winner? No, it and was just else? one winner. And the funny yeah. thing is, is all day I was like watching Twitter and watching their site, like what's going on, and I actually searched for it in Twitter just to see if anybody was talking about it, and the only one I saw was the person who ended up winning. So I saw that like three hours earlier. I was like, what is this? And Looked at it and then forgot about it and then you know two hours later. Wait, they posted that they won or they just posted? No, they just it was just like oh I made the finals oh, okay. and it was that thing. Oh, and, and they and they ended up winning. And they, 
Way Not Joe. It's still great that you got that far. Yeah, I'm, sincerely. Yeah. yeah. For a Mac I was like, God damn it! But who was that? Stephen King. Yeah, <laughs> and it was his son. It was a pilot actually that oh. that won. A pilot feature. So do you have? Does he have two daughters? Yeah, this guy. <laughs> this guy could hold a conversation. I can believe it. Oh snap! Very what a pretty. twist! It's a twist. Medicine Woman. It was called Medicine oh. Woman. Oh, I'm out. Yeah. No thanks. I don't like women. <laughs> I don't like medicine. I don't believe in science. I saw, I saw the prequel of Medicine Man, and it wasn't very good. So. Remember What's that medicine movie? man? It's uh, Sean Connery and Lorraine Bracco. They're in the jungle trying to look for the cure to cancer. Oh, and he's kind of all scraggly, he's scraggly in a treehouse or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In like the nineties, right? Yeah, that's right. It's the movie that I bought a ticket for when they wouldn't sell me a ticket to American Me. I think, uh, and then I just left after twenty minutes and oh, went to see American Me. American Me, yeah. dummies. Yeah, push your jars. Rated R. Yeah. yeah. You know what we watched, Garen, uh, with a young Oliver? We watched Halloween. Oh, the new one, the original, the original Halloween. Oh, cool. Oh, how did we like it? Um, he liked it. He, uh, I don't, th- I, I think that, uh, the world has moved on from why that would have been so effing scary, mm-hmm. but he was, he, you know, he, that, it was tense, yeah. but that's the problem. It's like, you can't un, even if you, even if you are young and you haven't watched a lot of horror movies, the genre and just the society culture, everything has sort of evolved beyond where we were at when that movie came out. I think like, you know, but certainly if you've watched more recent horror movies, you've sort of had a lot of those tricks spoiled and it's, it's yes. sort of, you've been, well, to your point, like it's been parodied. Yeah, parodied. exactly. So you're sort of aware of yeah. that. That just changes yeah. the experience. It's also slow. It's, it's slow very movie. slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, I think why it's good. I think a lot of those old seventies horror movies are like that, like the Omen and you know, like the, it's not, it builds. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Garrett, do you have a guess on this uh, transportation? 1733, a, goats, now push. Horrible guess. I'm just going to say a rickshaw. I could not think of anything else. A rickshaw. You know, rickshaw. I once worked on a TV show, and one of the writers' name was Rickshaw. And I was like, don't you go by Richard? <laughs> or Rick- Dick. Or, or Rick. Rick, or, or, Rick no, Rick, Rick is the exact thing we were talking about. Another <laughs> <laughs> option's Rick. Every time I say, <laughs> every time I hear the someone named Dick, I was like, just call yourself Rick or yeah. Rich. Rich. Well, Rich, Rich Shaw doesn't. Rich sound, Shaw's bad. But Rich work. Richie Shaw. Well, Rick, that's kind of hard to say. How about Ricky Shaw? Ricky Shaw. Ricky Shaw. How about change your last name? Yeah, I mean, you know what? <laughs> just get out of this. Go, get out what, of the what's family. What's your middle name? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Don Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> or, or no, yeah, you use the middle name as well, the last name. Oh, yeah. get oh. rid of Shaw. Ricky, Ricky Don. Don. <laughs> R- Ricky Don. Ricky. Uh, Rick Don. Rick Schroeder. Good guy. Good guy. Great actor. Shaw like doing okay now. Mm-hmm. Tremendous. Guy. Um, so you're you're Rick Shaw. Yes. I thought of Rick Shaw. I, I will tell you, full disclosure. I did not write down write down Rick Shaw, but I did think of Rick Shaw. I actually was trying to think of Rick Shaw and couldn't come up with it. Well, let's check in with the East back there. That's his walking ottoman. That is uh, Elliot Hopper. We Hello. haven't seen him in a while. He's uh, uh, done some uh, refurbishing here at the. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, you, spent some time here. You painted your repainted your uh, little scrim there. My sh- my shroud. I know a scrim sh- is a. Uh, he always calls it a shroud, and that just sounds dirty. I hate it. <laughs> why does it sound dirty? I don't understand why, but it just makes me. Shroud. What are you thinking of? Are you thinking of uh, I, I, foreskin? I, I, maybe or it or is like, kind of like the foreskin of my desk. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, it gross is and true. <laughs> but you repainted all that. I repainted all that. I painted the inside of it as well. In the past, uh, it was uh, oh, just it was raw just uh, wood, just raw, raw wood. wood. And I decided I wanted it to be a little nicer. So did we have leftover paint, or did you we, manage to find the uh, same exact colors? I I found that co- I we didn't have leftover paint, right, Matt? I, I had asked you before, and you said we didn't have any left from the last time we painted it. Not from last time. No, we had this. We had this color leftover, but. 
and which I did use that for the door behind. The door your behind, head. which yeah. uh, I, I would imagine looks great on camera. I yes, it does. You're you're happy with it. I am happy with it. It changed the lighting, which I didn't consider yeah. a little bit, but I, I think it's I think it's good. Um, or no longer uh, maybe just the right bounce. Maybe. <laughs> oh, we we lost the Casper aspect. Yeah. <laughs> no more sink, just bounce. Just uh, no bounce. Flip flop that. Yeah, we have some sink. We're still sinking. Mm-hmm. What? You could sink down 169 feet. Oh, yeah. Point, no, 169. 9.9. <laughs> and meet celebrity Mercedes, Mercedes rule. <laughs> if you ever wanted to get an autograph 169 feet underwater, now's your, now's your chance. chance. Um, I hope she's doing all right. Oh, she's fine. Okay, good. She's probably going to die after we mention Jesus her. Christ. I know. Oh, no. that, she is, that's, that the exact, the that's the exact kind. Yeah. Uh, so you did some refurbishing while we were gone? Yep. Uh, you sent us some text messages to alert us that... Uh, uh, if we are in the studio, to be aware that you were painting. Yeah. Hmm. Appreciate that. It did, it did occur to me that, because uh, I was basically took up all the space, because when I moved the shroud, I put the plastic in Stop the saying middle. shroud. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> Not going to happen. Uh, wall? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I did, it did. It, Cubby? It, no. Nah. That's Cube. Not, nope. Get goal. No, it's, 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 it's not it's a cubicle. Ca- it's almost a cubicle. It's almost a cubicle. Uh, Shield. 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 Sure, shroud. Um, <laughs> so I didn't know if anybody would be recording something else in here while right, we were gone. Right, right, right. Um, the other thing I did uh, that might be of somewhat interest is I took my uh, my Fiat 500 into the dealer. Uh, one of my taillights had gone out, and I probably could have done it myself, but I wanted to kind of reaffirm my warranties, whatever. Turns out, by the way, that the car isn't under warranty, but the battery still is. Good. Hmm. Um, so it's just good. Uh, so, but here's the thing. I want to play a kind of a Price is Right game with yes. you guys. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. So I did three things that day. Okay. I got lunch, mm-hmm. took in my dry cleaning, and went to the Fiat dealer. Okay. All right. There are three prices, and I want you to see if you can tell me which goes with which. Okay. Lunch, dry cleaning. Mm-hmm. And then go to the Fiat dealer. Can, can you tell us anything more about the dry cleaning? I think I shouldn't. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to tell you anything more about the uh, inverse. Fiat taillight. Is- uh, so you're giving us three prices. Correct. Okay, go. So $22.23. These are the exact prices. I could have rounded them, I suppose. Uh, $33.75 and $182. Can you match the price with the activity? Well, I'm going to say based so, on... Wait, the- 22 33 and 182 22 33 and 182 yes. Okay. The fact that we're playing this game... Yeah, tell, <laughs> it tells you something, right? I think that... Uh, okay, I'm I, I, I'm in. Me too. All right. Now I have not thought about how you would reveal yourself. So, well, why don't you uh, tell us lunch? Okay. No, no, no. I, I feel like we should read them off. We we should each read you one. You think so? <laughs> that, does that make any sense? Yeah, I, I think so because I think then then I will just reveal the the answers and then you will respond. With All right, you know what? That's a good question, Matt. You say what your answers are. I'll say mine. Garen okay. will say his, and then he'll tell us what the real ones are. Mm-hmm. I said lunch twenty two. Tail, tail light 33, dry cleaning 182. Okay. I went lunch 33. Yeah. Fiat 22, dry cleaning 182. Okay. That's good. We're different. I said lunch 33, dry cleaning 22, light 182. That's, a, that's, that's the logical thing to say. Yeah. Right. But I yeah, feel but like we, we would be playing this we, game. We would not be playing this game if, if the tail light was 182. He spent $182 on dry cleaning. I think he did. He doesn't do laundry. I think he took everything he owned <laughs> yeah. the dry cleaner and dumped it on the counter. Remember, he's, he's, he's COVID nuts. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. First of all, your instinct is correct. Uh, for me, when I went to the Fiat dealership, I figured it's a dealership. 
they, I had them do a few things. They did the tail light. They also fixed the the armrest. I had a light uh, that was. Uh, telling me that there was something wrong with my tire pressure. I thought the tire pressure was reading correctly, but it was still saying there was a problem. And so I thought, oh, it's going to be 100 fucking dollars. That was, in fact, $33.70. Okay, so Matt, Matt got this right then. The the lunch, which included a wonderful Bay Cities meatball sandwich with everything. Wait, that sounds great. Where'd you get this? Uh, Bay Cities in uh, Santa Monica. Bay Cities de- Delicatessen. It's, oh, yeah, it's uh, lovely. If you meatball sandwich, huh? Meatball sandwich. They they make great bread. So if you like bread, I do like bread. There's a place to go. I like meatballs. Uh, and to the extent where I also included in that amount. Uh, a loaf of bread, which was like three bucks, and uh, some mozzarella. So that was twenty two twenty three. That was twenty two twenty three. I I have gone to the dry cleaner near my house for several years. Uh, in in the in the past, the number of items that I brought would have cost me eighty something dollars. Okay. They have more than double their prices. Oh, That's a lot of money, man. That's a hundred. And, and by the way, it was gonna be a hundred and ninety two dollars, but I blanched. And the lady was like, because I looked when I walked out, I was like, you know, because you don't pay right then. You pay when you pick up. Mm-hmm. So I walked out and then I looked and I was like, wait, what? I'm paying $200. Now, granted, I had like 30 pieces, but and they're all shirts. Uh, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm dry cleaning all of my collared shirts and those new polo shirts that I got. I didn't want to ruin them in the wash because the collars will shrink up and turn into like bacon. And I didn't want to do that. <laughs> so so I go back in and I ask her about it. And she she was like, well. The the shirts are five seventy five. If you do a, if you launder them, they'd be five twenty five, which isn't that much of a difference. But she made it four seventy five for me because she because I've been doing stuff with them for a long time. These but prices it, sound high, dude. They are very high. Well, yeah. it used to be it used to be four dollars for a dry clean and three fifty for uh, a launder, you know, fluff and fold. So. I I don't know. I don't think I can keep going there because that's a lot of I fucking don't think money. You can either I think. If I did that and they handed me a bill for that amount of money, I would cry. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, right? Because I can't. It's already done. That it's already transaction done. is done. Yeah. I cannot. And you can't. What are you going to do? Buy new clothes? That's even more expensive. Yeah, right. <laughs> you have to pay them. Yeah. I could. I could never be like. Can I just get that all back? I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just throw some spaghetti sauce on that shit and give it back to me. <laughs> Matt, are you comfortable if uh, Elliot does a fluff and fold behind the shroud? <laughs> oh, you said it. Now you're saying it. Fuck. Victory is mine. No, it's a um, shield. Well, that was a fun game. I mean, I did like that game. I did like that. Because I won. So Yeah. We actually watched, uh, that was one of the things we watched in the hotel room. The Price is Right. The Price is Right. And uh, uh, it's COVID time. So it's just, you know, Drew Carey and these people and uh, George Gray is the announcer. And we very much enjoyed it, Oliver nice. and I. They still have the, uh, I assume now they have men and women models showing off. Things. Yes, they do. Oh, really? Yeah, That's they got a, uh, a guy who uh, awkwardly smiled <laughs> every time the camera came on. Wait, so when you say it's COVID times, that means there's no crowd? There's no crowd. Nobody comes on down. They just, uh, who's so they've next? Already, they've already selected the, they've done so, all that previous. They, yeah, they come out from behind the stage. Okay. And then huh. when it, when, you know, when they, remember how they would line up and then they'd spin the wheel? Mm-hmm. When they spin the wheel, they then, when they're done, they just they, go away. <laughs> they just kind of go a distance away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, uh, you know, I know that guy gets shit on a lot, Drew Carey, for not being a good host, but I thought he was fine. Okay. Kind of mutters to himself, which kind of makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, He's definitely more casual than... Very casual. ...what you're used to seeing on a sh- on that show particularly, but any yeah. classic game show. Um, he looks like Burl Ives. He's got a crazy <laughs> beard, and yeah. oh, nice. he's wearing kind of like... A, who was the uh, guy in the 90s, the basketball player that wore goggles? Not like, the, like, well, James Worthy in the 80s. I guess Worthy's the guy that's yeah. most famous, right? The, yeah. Like kind of the wraparounds. Yeah. Uh, Kareem, Abdul and Kareem well. also Adam, Kareem yeah. 
Uh, yeah, Kareem. Yeah. Uh, but which is bizarre because Drew Carey, it's known that his glasses, he got LASIK. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to wear glasses. So when he wears glasses, they are nothing but a, a costume. Right. And so the whole premise was he was wearing the other glasses because that was like what his logo that was. That was his look was. Right. That was his logo. Yeah. So now he's wearing these that aren't him. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's this weird COVID look that actually... As much as I'm bitch about it, looks kind of fucking cool. <laughs> Do you think it's because he's still doing that x-ray specs joke? <laughs> are those them? Yeah. The last oh, is a recent picture. Almost rec- unrecognizable. Yeah. Really? And he was Hold wearing on. kind of a... That like, looks like Del Close. It does look like Del Close. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, it's a COVID look. Um, Turn it away from oh, a little bit. Real quick side note, because yeah, we said we this on the, oh, yes. the Platinum thing. Please, please check out, uh, for Mad Men only, the Del Close documentary that uh is now available i think on uh, apple slash itunes whatever you call that um we got to go to the premiere if you're a platinum member you already heard the whole story uh, it was really fun jimmy moderated the panel after the premiere and matt walsh is in it and uh james urbaniak, james urbaniak josh fadum and then lots of great interviews with people like bob odenkirk and um get well soon by the way to bob odenkirk yeah absolutely um dave Seems thomas like doing okay yeah it doing okay. sounds like he's gonna do okay which yeah. is a relief um but yeah it's it's we both said it before and i'll say it again it's i think it's amazingly great documentary it really is uh about uh, a really important part of comedy history mm. my friend heather directed it her husband and my other friend Gre- uh george is the editor and um and so i just want to let everybody know it's a great movie if you like documentaries if you like comedy if you're a comedy nerd you have to see it because it's uh it's like catnip for comedy nerds that's uh, that's my feeling about it it is fantastic yeah it is a great documentary 100 percent agree uh elliot do you have a guess for this transportation sure so i'm gonna really quickly run you through my my brain sure thing i first thought wheelbarrow but then I'm like, yeah. oh, I like wheelbarrow. But that's, that's, not that's, that's not transportation. I mean, well, neither's my answer, by the way. So. It does transport things. Yeah. I guess that's a very. So then I thought wheelchair. But then I saw something recently where like there's a wheelchair from like ancient China. So that's not 1733. Mm. So what I went with was stroller. Oh, oh, I like stroller. Wow. I think we're going to be mad at the use of the word transportation. Perhaps. I think, I think that's going to anger us. Perhaps. I, I, but that does fit every part of it. Yeah, I like Stroller. Unlike mine, which is the same as Garen. I said rickshaw. You did say rickshaw. Which seems like it's probably older than 1730. Well, but a rickshaw is also a pull, isn't it? It's not really a push. It's more of a pull. So we're going to be mad about some part of this. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you say rickshaw or rickshaw? I, I said Richard Shaw. I, I went with, uh, with comedy writer Rick Shaw. Uh, I, I said lawnmower. Which again, oh. I know is not transportation, but uh-huh. uh, no, it's not transportation. Yeah. But, but I thought of riding mower. Yeah, so but maybe then you'd have a goat pulling you. But you along also push you it. But maybe there was a goat that would, yeah, would yeah. push the. I see what you're saying. Uh, okay, the sickle. I'm not. I'm not it's totally against that. There's no transportation involved at all. <laughs> no, I but, yeah, but but stroller feels. I like stroller. Yeah, but some of your other thoughts were good too. Honestly, let's find out together. Yeah. Okay. There's only one way to, uh, to end this. It's amazing that we made a gang episode last over two hours. <laughs> well, again, we're back from vacation. Yes. We had a lot to say. Mm-hmm. I had a great Ted Lasso story. <laughs> <laughs> that that felt like it took up half the time. But. Um, okay, here we go. We got, uh, here's your answer. Answer is strollers. Damn wow. it. I don't know why they changed it. It seems like a flawless system to me. <laughs> hey, hey, why Elliot who, who is doesn't want a goat? Literally unbeatable this season. Wow. Yeah, you're having, I, a, you're having a good run. You're gonna hate you're gonna hate the next thing then. Because yeah, because you only have like twenty five left, right? Well no, I had I had two numbers. I had eight, 
and 24. And you went with 24. I you went, went with the Sutherland. Went with the Sutherland. Nice. Yep. And those are Kobe Bryant's two numbers in his pro career. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> kind of weird that I you have those I did not know that. Uh, Matt, what did you bet? I bet 22. 22. Garen? Uh, 24. And I bet uh, three. Okay. It's one of the numbers I had left was three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what, what did I you bet, with. Matt? 22. All right. Well, congratulations, Elliot. We'll, Thank uh, you. We'll settle up next week financially. Very good. Looks like you're going to win some money from the Jeremy Herbal trivia Sounds like team. It. Yeah, but there is still a chance that one of us could at least get a five dollar prize next week. I yeah, so. I would say I would. I would imagine so. I'd like to get something. I'd like to get a little piece of this. I think I've won one during this season. <laughs> yeah, I think a guest has won, and I haven't. I think you. I think you won once on the bet on the betting. I think the betting. I, yeah. I, oh, make no mistake. I've never got an answer right. <laughs> no, you have because there was a couple where we all got it right. Oh yeah, that's true. That is true. And there certainly was a couple of where we all thought we got it right and we're making fun of my son and then we were wrong. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah, champion. Abraham line. Lincoln. It's the best one. Why is there not a movie Abraham Lincoln champion wrestler? And people would go, what kind of crazy I mean, fantasy is this? Didn't they make Abe Lincoln vampire hunter? They did. They Why did. didn't they start with the wrestling at least? Yeah. Maybe he wrestles the vampires. I never saw that would be really, I actually saw it. I liked it. Okay. I mean, it's ridiculous. That'd be great. It is. If it was just Abraham Lincoln wrestling and didn't didn't deal with anything else <laughs> Any that he politics? did in his life. Not even like that he became an attorney right. or that he you know did it remotely at his house or any of those things. Because right. he was he He's did got, some correspondence stuff, right? He's also got part that of log it. cabin. They won't shut up about log it. cabin. Yeah, hat. That that hat. Take that hat off, you asshole. <laughs> He's already tall. Why, why the tall hat? Everybody wore that hat. Why was that a hat? It's like when a six foot tall woman wears heels. Like what? Why? Yeah. I mean, I guess yes, lean heels into look nice on certain with certain outfits, but if it's under a long skirt or dress, then right. what difference does it make? Get a long skirt and short. Keep your glasses. feet comfortable. Put on some sneaks. Yep, some short glasses. <laughs> what's, what's the name of that? The, what's that cake song? Uh, huh? Short jacket, I believe. Short jacket, long sleeves, and a short jacket. That's not nowhere. No, in wait. The I, song by the band Cake. Yeah. Short, yeah. long dress and a shirt. I'm, I'm building off something short, you said. Short skirt and a long jacket, I believe, is the line. But I may be wrong. Short skirt and a long jacket? Yeah, she's 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 uh, walking the floor. She's got her clipboard. She's doing stuff. Is this going the distance? Or is the no, other? no, no. It, but it sounds the, the same. same. Yeah. I think I think the name of the song is short dress and a long hat. or Short skirt, long jacket. There we short go. Short skirt and a long jacket. It's a, it, it is a fun lyric. It's a fun lyric. and it's, it's The fact that I know it image. tells you it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Cake. Yeah. That I, I I couldn't tell you one other could I could I tell you one other cake song? You could because I just said it yeah. ten What's seconds it called? ago. The distance, going the distance. Or just the that, distance. Was, that was popular. Yeah, she he's, he's going, going the distance. distance. He's, he's going, going for speed. speed. He's all alone, all alone in a in time dream. of need because he's racing and pacing and marking the course. Somebody's nope. somebody's a fan. <laughs> this was a hit. Oh yeah, well yeah. it was a K rocket. It's, it's impossible to do in karaoke. I see. <laughs> the timing of it is odd. It yeah, it's a very odd cadence. Yeah, huh? Well, a very popular band, Kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, listen, I think we're done. Yeah. Uh, this was a success. Welcome back, everybody. Good to see everybody. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we'll be back here uh, on uh, Thursday, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I, Sunday I know, for them. I know I I know I uh, teased some mail, but I think we'll open that next episode. Okay, we've got. Uh, hopefully, there's not uh, eggs in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was. But by the way, some asshole on the plane uh, opened a hard boiled egg. No, oh, come on, man! You 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 know what that does? Yeah, you know that stinks. That's rude. It's awful. It's also because like when it 
hard-boiled eggs smell anyway, but when it's been contained and then it's opened, that's when the aroma really oh, hits. It's like a bomb. It's gross, man. Yeah. Stink bomb. Well, whatever. Good luck to them. <laughs> Got to uh, get your protein. <laughs> Got to get it. It was, a, it was somebody that I thought I recognized but didn't. By the way, I have a celebrity sighting, but I'll save that for next week, uh, next show, oh, too. Wow. Um a lot going on. Oh, yeah. Got a lot going on. So there's a lot of tea. We got mail and a celebrity sighting. Wait, was it Sheena Easton? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you kind of spoiled it. But, Sorry. Uh, but I, I think by Thursday you'll forget and it'll, be still, uh, it'll, it'll still be fun to play. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, I saw her, of course, you know this, on the morning train. <laughs> she takes it. Uh, well, no, her no, baby no, takes no, her it. baby takes it. Why would it? she be on it? Is she looking for well, him? Yeah, she's where the fuck are you? <laughs> She's just you know, checking out his story. Yeah, you're cheating, you're cheating. I don't think you do take the morning train. Yeah. Uh, he Well, you know what he does? He works from 9 to 5, and then takes it home again. Yeah. That's a, That's a story about a fucking tree. That's like. a grind, man. Can you imagine that life? I can't. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. We've been here from 9 to 5. <laughs> Dolly Parton, this son yeah, of a bitch. Yeah, but then getting on a train afterwards, ugh. That's what my grandfather did his whole life. Dude, there's something about a train that is magic. <laughs> I, don't, I don't agree in this instance. Yeah. I think it sucks the magic from it if it's just your, if, you your had, if, commute, you, if your commute is just every day. You know, my son's going to take the train to school every day. Really? Oh. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah, he's gonna, we're going to he, I think when I say I think we are going to do it. You're going to walk him to the train. Yes. Then he trains it. I think we may stay with him on the train the first couple days, I but maybe at a distance so that it doesn't look like mommy and daddy are with him. I can't picture a stop. I know where he's going to school, and I cannot picture that. But I guess I mean they I'd, claim it's a seven-minute walk from okay. the stop to the school. Okay, and um, seven minutes is pretty far. So, what do you mean by that, sir? Well, well, it takes me ten minutes to get from my house to Culver Station. I mean, think about it. Uh, when you're in a closet at a party making out with a girl, that's seven minutes. Seven minutes. Yeah, it's not so, long enough. <laughs> but it's gonna be like uh, it's gonna be like going to Hogwarts for him then. Oh like, yeah, get on that train. Oh, I don't know what that means, but okay. There's a, there's a train to the magic to the <laughs> That's magic. That's how school. you get to the school. Oh, I yeah. see. Is that in the first movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I saw that. You gotta go to you gotta go to the nine and three quarters. What was it called? Not stop. Not a stop, but a station. Station. Station, station nine right. and three quarters. Well, listen. If platform. It, if Oliver platform. was still six, he would be uh, doing all that in his head. Mm-hmm. But tell him to put on his Hogwarts, his uh, his, <laughs> his, his Gryffindor school. scarf. <laughs> <laughs> Walks in. Yeah, gets his ass kicked day one. I mean, I've got a whole Ravenclaw set up if he wants to borrow it. I think he has it all. He's got the whole... He was Harry I, Potter for uh, Halloween. Yeah, I don't think he would get his ass kicked. I think it would be like, yay. We all loved that, too. Day one? Day one seems... He's got the lightning bolt. He's already that. got the glasses, although he should get round frames. Um, my cousin Scott, by the way, had John Lennon glasses on. Yeah. And when somebody would say... He got defensive about it. Like, they're just, they're just round glasses. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> those are, they're John Lennon glasses. Stop... Yeah. Did you use your famous line? He, had, <laughs> he wore them until the day they were shot off his face. <laughs> uh, that's the top five funniest things I've ever said in my life. I, uh, I, I did not think to say that, but boy, do I wish I would have. Uh, all right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, uh, welcome back to everybody. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you subscribing. Never not funny. Uh, so on behalf of the pop culture beast, there he is right over there. That's Garen Cockrell, uh, safe from the tornadoes. And there he is. 192 bucks. Uh, 182 was 182. 182. 182 uh, uh, poorer. That's Elliot Hoper, <laughs> but but. 182 cleaner. Yeah. Uh, and fresh back from uh, storming uh, the outskirts of the castle. <laughs> that is uh, Matt Belknap. I am Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47 gone, not forgotten.
Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC. 